As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Konnichiwa! Nina-san! Konnichiwa! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talk to Keiki. We're not taking a random two weeks off again. No, for now. No, no. Uh, this is basically the catch-up on backlog type episode. Yes, for the most but, uh, part. For the most part, yes. Uh, anyway, I'm Matt, and to join me, as always, my co-hi, your friend and mine, Ethan, what's up? Yoroshikonigashimasu! Oh my god. Okay, fucking Gino. <laughs> fucking Gino the Gambino over here. Can't even say Yoroshiko Onigashimasu. I know. I was just saying, was just saying a random phrase. It's from Kevin Kelly but... Carlton on New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan World. Seven, oh, does seven, he? <laughs> 773, guys. If you guys love Japanese wrestling and want to see good Japanese wrestling, 773, which is 999 yen. Anyway, what's going on? Free plug either? for them. What's up? Yeah, what's going on? Nothing, man. Trying to fucking catch up. I'm only four behind this time, and they're all mine that you're not watching, so that'll help. Yeah, so we'll have a shorter show. Yes. Well, no, we won't. We never do, really. Well, we will try. Keyword, try. You know, I know. We got a lot. Uh, not a lot of news. Uh, we're going to talk about Trigun, another pressing episode that people will not give a chance. Uh, of course. Yeah, of course not. Uh, more goodness, uh, shitty, probably one of the worst protagonists. We'll get to that later. In our main oh, event. yes, we will, Matt. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got we got some good stuff. Uh, awesome, we got an arc coming for Academia. That's going to start officially the next episode. Can't wait. I cannot wait. And then, yeah, some, yeah, a surprise or two. We'll see. Who knows? Indeed, we shall. Um, only a couple of news. Uh, not a lot this time. Uh, 
We got uh, two mangas coming to an end. Uh, one is Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible. The manga itself uh, is coming to an end. Yep, uh, in uh, three chapters. Okay. Three more chapters of that. And for uh, Shikamori is not just a cutie. It is confirmed that it will end uh, when they release volume 20 of the manga. Did they bang yet? I don't know. I'm not reading it. You know, it would be totally like uh, like Shikamori. Like he's fucking like he falls over like as he's about to like put it in and breaks like his dick or something. Like, oh my god, are you okay? Yeah, then then he would get pegged. And then he would get pegged, yes. You know, another side note regarding to anime sex shit. Like, I don't know what it is, but like I'm seeing a lot of these seasons, and I'm just like, why is there no dojin for these? I'm obviously not looking hard enough, which it might be a good thing, but because, because they're adults. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like so many of the good ones. Like, wouldn't you love to see an ice guy dojin? I think that would be pretty hot. For you to be so beautiful. I would love to see her get No, no, absolutely. She's abs- no, she's absolutely gorgeous. Drop absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. Uh, we're gonna have a hard type of waifus. In. So goddamn hard. Yeah. Fuck, so man, weird. it's gonna be. It's gonna be. That's gonna be the and the husbandos too. Yes. That'll be another one. Already got antagonist planned. We'll see what happens. Protagonist, eh, maybe. Just boy and girl. Nothing yet. Just, uh... Trying to adjust my stuff here so I can yeah. sound and, better. And, and couple. <laughs> Couple's gonna be easy, I think, dude. I mean, uh, we got we got two. Yeah, we got two solid ones, dude. Very, uh, two very solid ones. Yeah, it just depends on how they end. Indeed, indeed. But, uh, but yeah, we got those for uh, the mangas ending, and uh, we got one. Uh, sorry, we got two. One is a uh, Resident Evil Death Island CG anime movie is gonna be summer twenty three. Yep. And then uh, our big one, uh, season two, a bottom tier character to Mozaki Kun. Yes, I can't wait for that. Yep, yep. and Dory says it'll be 13 episodes. Just like the last one, good. Yep, so I, I'm not random ass 20, like fucking uh, like, uh, Eminence. Yeah, uh, faithfully, that's almost over. You know, after this last one, which we'll get to, that'll probably be the first no, one. No, no, no. I know this is this is one of their be- their better episodes in a while, too. For sure, 100%. But we'll we'll get to that when we talk about it, and we got play for that next week. We didn't talk about last week's either. I remember if I recall correctly, right? No, we did. We did. Yeah, I don't recall. Yeah, we just, didn't... just want to talk about it again. I get it. I'm gonna turn my fan on. Uh, yeah, we, we, yeah, just pretty much right. We, uh, yeah, the the one with, the penultimate is the important one. Besides the finale. Yeah, I'm saying for right oh. now. Okay. All right, you ready? Yeah, was your friend? He's coming. He's, he's... That's he's, the, not comment, he's not commented. We got we got a YouTube viewer, so that's probably no it. comento. No comento. He's getting there. He's getting there. All right. I told I told him to tune in for because he also hates Taki Beach. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I had to tell him to catch up uh, beforehand. You wearing my sweater again, buddy? Well, it's oh, there's Chris. Hey, dude. Hey. But no, yeah, because yeah, that way I can just take off. I'm shirtless underneath, so I can just take it off and just go straight to bed. That makes total sense. Um, hey, before we get started, we should probably I do want to do it. Guess what Sean suggested? So, guys, apologies on the delay of uh for those who listen audio only, uh, in regards to uh our show. Um, our editor Sean, he's been going through some personal stuff. Um, but he's thoroughly trying to get everything uh clipped up and uh or edited, I should say, and and, and put out, distributed to all of your favorite local podcast locations, wherever you listen to us, Apple, Spotify, uh 
uh, uh, iHeart, all those places. So uh, just as a friendly reminder, guys, we always talk about it toward the end, but I just wanted to throw it out early while you guys may be still listening at this point, not two hours and 57 minutes into a podcast. But um, we do go live. We go live on YouTube on the W2M Network as well as W2M Network on Twitch. So if you guys want to catch us in real time, um, you can watch us there. We record every Thursday or Friday for the most part, sometimes Wednesdays, but mostly Thursdays and Fridays. Um, Matt, always, if you follow us on the Talk to Kiki Twitter page, um, you can uh, he normally posts like when we're going to go live that day. Um, so you can definitely get a notice of that ahead of time. Of course, you can obviously put your notifications on uh, for the channel itself and to let you know whenever a live broadcast goes on. So just a little bit easier for you guys to get stuff ahead of time um, if you're so thoroughly inclined to do so. Um just throwing that out there to try and uh, get you guys uh, up to date and uh, together with us on Talk to Keke. As you've seen also, um, one of Matt's friends, Chris, on YouTube, he will uh, constantly comment and will interject if you've noticed lately with uh, some of his comments and like a quick little like, you know, interjection back there back to him. So if you guys want to have a little bit of fan interaction, th- this will make the audio version. So you'll be able to hear yourself again and be like, hey, I, I answered questions that I answered back or they talk some shit and they told me to fuck off. Regardless, you can definitely find that. Yeah, yeah, and, then, and then again, you could also watch the replay on YouTube if you impatient and want to want to listen now. The sound exactly. of our voices. Exactly. They go up, I believe, the next day, if I recall correctly. So. Um, yeah, just about, and, uh, and again, um, he's he's doing his best to work on them. Hopefully, if you want just the audio, he's going to try his best to get caught up over the weekend. Yes, we so, hope to be all caught up within the next week or so um, as we record this live uh, February the 9th on a Thursday at 8, yeah. 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, also, yeah, I also understand that people don't always want to watch two people just sit in front of the camera talking. <laughs> For three hours, yeah, we get you want to listen on the go. You know, if we had tits and we're hot, I think people would want to sit and watch us talk in front of the camera for three hours. Or if we had our VTuber models and looked like anime characters, yes, exactly. But we don't. I mean, you have tits, but you know, I I mean, I no, I got no, I have a VTuber model, I just don't know how to do it on fucking. Well, something for you to research if you're so inclined, sir. Oh, well, then we gotta get you one, and then that's that's too much work. No, (laughs) I'm just me, you know. We will be the anime. Indeed. All right, let's get right. this motherfucker going, bro. Yeah, let's get some reviews then. Yeah, you got nothing, right? What do I have? Um, Did I go? I went over the final piece of board. Did I go over the, the, the finale of Boruto? Of the that arc, the Sasuke arc? I think you did. I think I did, right? Yeah. Okay, so I did that. Reincarnation of the Strongest Exorcist I haven't caught up to. Um. If I recall correctly, I'm one episode. So I'm re- one episode, guys, behind on Reincarnation, The Strongest Exorcist, Reborn, The Master of the Blade, uh, Monogatari, Monogatari. And I am caught up on High Card. And you are on High Card, too. So that'll actually be one of the things that we review as well together, Matt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we'll, pro- we'll, pro- we'll, pro- we'll probably start with that. Oh, I figure we're going to start with the penultimate. Oh, yeah. We could do that. Let's start with the penultimate and then do High Card. Um, but, uh, so we'll but, yeah, I, but yeah, if you got nothing, then I can just start my solos. <laughs> classroom we'll knock that down um i do have the last the previous episode of revenger um that i um no i haven't seen today's episode as we record an episode dropped every thursday i'm not uh caught up on that one spy classroom for you matt since i'm probably dropping that um okie dokie so i'll just give you guys one and that is from uh, from uh, Revenger. So the previous episode of Revenger prior to today uh, was actually pretty solid. Um, the show starts off 
with um, Neo in like a kite flying competition. And as they're flying, actually, no, let me back up. She's in a kite flying competition. Yes, but let me back up. Um, there's like a little festival going on in the town. Um, they're in the town of Nagasaki. Again, this is olden times. So there's a little like Chinese festival going on and there's a freak sideshow. And there's these various characters within the freak sideshow that you see. And um, there's, you could tell there's something sinister to this. There's a, a guy, like a bald guy and a clown. He looks really fucking creepy. Um, and so the episode focuses on that. And it also focuses on Hana, who is the caretaker of the uh, inn where, um, what's, his, what's his dick and Rizo? Um, let me find out who, what's his dick. You got to find out about the dick. You got to find out about what's his dick. It's uh, Soji. Yes, Soji. Okay, so um, Soji and Rizo live. She's the little caretaker there. She lost her friends. They're like two little mountain kids. And we come to find out one of the dark secrets of this like freak show, traveling freak show, is that they abduct children to indoctrinate them into the freak show. Um, and so the two people were abducted. And so nobody knows where they're at. And we move on to later on in the episode. Um, the next day, basically, Neo is in a flight, a kite flying competition. Soji bets all of his money on her. And she's doing phenomenal. The point of the competition is to fly your kite as high as you can and cut down the other kites and or take them down. So she's doing great in that with her special little wire. And as um, Usui is looking at Neo, like they have like a little picnic set up in this like mountaintop area. Um, the guy, his name is Doan, the bald headed clown freak. His name is Doan. Doan comes over and he's like, I want my monster back, referring to Neo. We come to find out that basically Usui saved Neo from uh, from Doan. And so Neo out of like, but uh, Usui is like, no, 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 go away, go away, go away. We have nothing to talk about. Right. And gets progressively more serious. But um, Neo in like I, I keep, catches a glimpse of, of Doan and she freaks out for like a millisecond and it causes her kite to go down. Soji loses all of her money. She's pissed off. Later on, we see Hannah tell Soji and Raizo that her friends went missing and they go to try and find them and they really have no real clues to it. And so uh, the following night happens that night and uh, Neo basically goes on her own, despite Usui telling her like, hey, you don't have to worry about don't don't bother with him. Go away in case he tries to abduct you, whatever the fuck. Um, but she goes on her own to see Don. And um, he, again, he's just a freak. He's just a weirdo. He wants to basically have he's possessive of her. He's like, oh, my little monster. And so as she's going by, she notices um she notices two things one there's a, a like a heavy woman heavy onna, right so snake woman and right. she is actually kind whereas like a lot of the freak show people like you have like a guy who spit who blows fire from a gourd um and you have another guy that is like super duper like tough like made of iron and then you have another person who's like really good with knives like throwing knives and shit and then you have a fourth person which is the heavy onna heavy is the, the the kindest of the of the four like the other three are assholes but this one's actually really kind, feeds the children, tells them like, hey, you know, it would serve you well to, to do tricks so you can get out of the cages and you can make some money and et cetera. Right. And so everyone's scared for the most part. The two kids that are there, one is scared, one is pissed off. And we see the stone guy come and just slap the fucking heavy on in the face, just whop, slaps her in the face. Right. And so this scares off. This scares the children. But Neo sees this as well. And Neo basically has a, a free revenge coin. Um, in her possession she tosses the coin at the kids who are abducted one of them bites the coin this signifies that revenge needs to happen she brings the coin over to Rizo, 
and or sorry to Uswi, and then everybody conglomerates like okay well you know our revenge is on the Doan company they're widely known to abduct children blah 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 and you know there's a whole basically rigmarole to get this started so then there's a cool battle that happens between Raizo and, and and Soji and the um and the gourd guy and the knife guy um they end up getting blown up thanks to the gourd and the fire right boom and then the uh, strong guy gets taken out by the other fellow the doctor um Teppa. They end up getting into a fight. He gets taken down and gets knocked out. And then finally, he the only thing that uh, that Neo requests is, I want to be the one to kill Doan. And so she goes over and she dresses up very like um, uh, provocatively. She's wearing nothing under a kimono and she's flat as a board. I don't know how old she is. She might be a lowly, but she's flat as a board. Looks like a child. Um, there's a little like a little bump. Or boobs are. But in any case, we digress. She basically says like, hey, you know, I want I want you to, to, to take me. She kind of like tricks him, like mind fucks him. He's like, I want you to take me. I want to be yours. Right. To Doan. And so Doan says, yeah, there's only one way for that to happen. And he goes to strangle her little fucking neck. Right. He just puts his thumbs right, right into the front and just squeezes, but he can't bring himself to do it. He's like, I can't destroy you. You're so beautiful. I can't. And so Neo's like, well, if you can't destroy you, there's another way that I can be yours. And she, pulls out her wire and Doan basically just accepts his death and then he gets beheaded by the wire and that's that really the episode they end up rescuing the children Hebiona releases the children takes the children that that have no place to go they go away to some random place it is what it is they let her live and um what's it called the episode ends with Hannah reuniting with the children they go to Hannah's mother's grave which is on top of the mountain where she met the children <clears throat> and um basically as a thank you soji buys uh neo a like expensive like pound cake right and neo's like hey this uh was you know this must have cost you most of your cut of the of the revenge and she's like hey i just wanted you know give you a thank you for you know whatever whatever the fuck he said about a thank you and she's like you don't have to thank me she's like the whole purpose of the revenge was so you can make the money because of the fact that you lost all your money on me um in the first place and she's like he's like so you set all this up so you can give me money and she's like, yeah, and you just blew it by giving me this cake. And he's like, all right, well, fuck it. I did a good deed then. And that's how the episode. So that was pretty solid. You know, there's so many that you're watching, Matt, and there's so many in general, but this would have been one. There's many. This one, uh, Monono Gatari and High Card. You picked up High Card, so one out of the three that I recommended. Yeah, you owe me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I would have said near to, for you to pick up near if it wasn't delayed. That is true. It's delayed indefinitely? I thought it was only delayed. I don't like, know. I, I don't know. Going, I don't know. There, there's no release date yet. Mm, how many are, are in three three episodes in yeah if i'm not doing anything tomorrow i can watch three episodes okay yeah because uh yeah there's no release date for episode four that's wild i know let me see if i can if i go on to uh, analyst what does it say near n-i-e-r near uh or is it n-e-i-r near automatica what is it o- automata i'll just do automata Automata. 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 I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, doesn't say. That's fucking wild. Yeah, hopefully soon. Okay. Um, I can watch three episodes or something at some point. That's fine. I only have four okay. to go. If I have nothing to do tomorrow, I'll see what I can do. I'll see if I can All pick right. it up at some point. At some point, I'll pick this up before the season. We'll call it an even trade. Yeah, there we go. On this. Okay. Um, and like I said, I'm behind one on the others. I went over the finale of Boruto. 
Um, and nothing's been released as of yet. So there's this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one. Did I talk about reincarnation? I think. Oh yeah, I did talk about that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to fucking say. Reborn the Master of the Blade. Um, that was the other one. Strongest Exorcist was. It's a big set, yeah. It is. It's everything just mushed together. So we'll 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 say I reviewed everything at this point. So you're fine, bro. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, also, we do gotta talk about the previous episode of Shadow because of that fight, also. And that. Mm, yes, we did because I skipped two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you didn't. Yeah, because you didn't see the fight. I just told you just to watch it. <laughs> yeah, the one with uh, what's her face? Yeah, the girl. Yeah, the blue haired one. Yeah. Um, you'll get the name for it later. Anyway, uh, yeah, eventually. Uh, okay, yeah. real quick. Uh, Pokemon. This felt like this was more of a filler type episode. Ash, Misty, Brock. Uh, they're helping out this bear tech that is uh, freezing everything around with the ice powers. So it's type of calm that shit down. Uh, Ash's team for this one was Starlax, Oshawa, Talonflame, and Cinderor. Uh And the in the wild, Latias is still following Ash. We don't know what's going on or what's to pay off for this. Doesn't really need to catch it because he's the champion and the story's over. So I don't know what the payoff is unless he's gonna fuck it. Because <laughs> you know the Latias fucking kiss Ash in the movie like ten years ago or so, but that's not canon. But and Ash is twelve, so it's yeah, yeah. Uh, I am excited for tomorrow's episode because it's gonna be the Squirrel Squad. So Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charizard could be reunited. Cool. So, yeah, so I can't wait for that. It's a shame we didn't get that interview. Yeah, yeah. I was really, I was really looking forward to doing that. I was really looking forward to seeing you do the interview too, buddy. It's okay. I know. I, that was that. Will, I'll just cross that off. Childhood. Not at his last week's episode of Magic Revolution. Well, we're not watching Magic Revolution. I know we're not. Yeah, no, we're that was another. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. Chris and Starbay were telling me about to watch it. It's. I mean, if Kubo's gone, I might be able to. Oh yeah, that is true. Kubo's delayed till fucking until spring. Yeah. Yeah, we got is one more. The next episode is the last one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Also, I'll definitely be able to pick up Nier. Yeah, exactly. And uh, all right, uh, Blue Lock, uh, the game is still going on with Izagi, Nagi, uh, Baro against uh, Chigiri Kunigami. And what's the fucking guy's name? R- Rayo. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
Uh, Baro is being stubborn as fuck. He doesn't want to help out Isagi Nagi. He's just focused on his own goals. Like yep. he he wants he wants the goals. Like oh, you passed the ball to me, Milo, and I ain't passing any of you fuckers. Right, right. Fucking fucking calls Isagi a donkey. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. No, I, I, I was like, what are you going around to? You fucking donkey, <laughs> donkey. Yes, <laughs> donkey. Oh, donkey. Yeah, what are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> You know, somebody in my rave group said they wanted to do it. I got to find out if we're really doing this. There's a Shrek rave that was supposed to go on. I think it's in March. That's and you amazing. can just dress as Shrek characters and rave. And so we're talking about... De- demand, just demand the Shrek 5 trailer. Somebody said I should be Lord Farquaad and fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I think that was Johnny that said that. Hey, Johnny, if you're ever listening to this, fuck you. Fuck you, Johnny 5. <laughs> Johnny but- AC, one of the guys, regardless. Fuck you, guys. Yeah, anyway, uh, that's going on. So, uh, Team uh, Kunigami, they're getting to lead a little bit because Baro's being a stubborn fuck. Mm-hmm. And he's still, like, he keeps trying to talk to him about, like, hey, like, I need, a, I need like, a combination to, like, work with you. I'm doing mm-hmm. Unagi. It's just us, basically. Yeah, yeah. I got to the point where it's, like, but Isagi is just so fucking stubborn with it. It's, like, like, like we need him, but Unagi's like, dude, just fuck him. We can just do it ourselves. Yeah. And so far, they've been they've been going well. And Isagi says, you know what? I could use Baro. I'm going to trick him to think I'm going to give him the ball when I'm really not to right. distract the distract the opponents. Right. And that got to the point. And Baro didn't catch on until like eventually he's like, you motherfucker. So he's like, this king is feeling fucking worthless. And then Isagi fucking calls him a donkey Like at the end. <laughs> donkey. So I was like, oh, he got so... Basically making the making the king hum, humble, break his back, make him humble. Indeed. Uh, yeah, no near automata, so that's I'm down. I'm trying to think, what else do I have solo? Unless I have just Vinland now. Spy Spy Classroom, which you didn't see last week. You didn't see With Bubber, Bubber, still got to talk about last week's. Yeah, that's fine. Pokemon Bofuri. Bofuri, yes. Uh, another another and fun the- one. They're at the event for level seven, and for this level, it's uh basically. Now they can have companions, like they could they could fight the monsters and they can have them join their team. Yes. So that is the goal for this one. So that's what teams are separated. Yui May, they're doing their own thing. Yes. But everyone is getting their asses kicked. So them, uh, fucking Maple of all people, get swallowed by this fucking giant squid. Not, not yeah. hentai shot. Stop. <laughs> I don't. You know, I don't like octopus and squids and shit. I don't like them in in hentai. But it, but it, it wasn't like that. So it wasn't like a sexual or so. Thankfully, it's not that. God, fuck, dude. But yeah, basically the, the the it's basically more or less the difficulties is raised up a little bit. Um, what you call it? the twins? They they keep dying. They die like five times, like as if it was like a fucking Dark Souls boss. Yeah, in, the, in this video game shit. Yeah, uh, with Maple, she just got her got her materials for her guilds while being swallowed by his octopus. But it keeps going down a level, down a level, down a level until she eventually finds at the very bottom. And pardon, but uh, anyway, uh, she basically stops it by fucking eating it, <laughs> like eating the squid. Mm. It's a calamari. It's yummy. Mm. So it basically just kept doing that. It got to the point where that fucking squid disappeared. It's like, oh, was... <laughs> pretty much. Uh, eventually, uh, she gets it. But so basically, with her, when she got the skill to acquire, it basically gave her like a fucking tentacle squid arm and a, like a kraken eye. It was like weird, very Dude, weird. Kraken eye would be pretty fucking cool. What? All things considered, a kraken eye would be pretty fucking cool. 
It would, yeah, that's look cool. Right. Uh, and the twins beat the tree demon. They got bears. And I forgot the other girl's name, but she beats the snake demon. And it requires a little bit for that companionship. Mm. So, but yeah, again, something getting a little bit harder for the guild, but I like it. Still fun, still cute. Mm-hmm. Not ground making, mm-hmm. but it's a joy watching it. This was actually a shout out from Chris because he told me about Gold. Nice. Nice, nice. Nice, nice. I'm All trying right, to um go ahead. Oh sorry, Vinland. Yes, right. My bad. Oh, go ahead. Go, go, go finish. Right. No, I was trying to log into High Dive on the computer so I can read the summary of the, this past episode so I can find out officially whether I'm uh I'm gonna drop this or not for Spike Classroom. But keep going, sir. All right. Um yeah, Vinland saga, another fucking banger. Uh based uh, we're not at the farm this time, so Torfin Einer, they're taking a break. We're now looking at King Canute's side. So basically you saw how Basically, killing Ascalad impacted his life because mm. Ascalad was originally the original king, the king of England, mm. but he died. Mm. So basically, now it's his turn to basically claim the throne. But there's another guy named Elfred mm. who's also he's also claiming to be king. So mm. for Canute to be king, he's got to kill the other guy. So they're they're at this war right now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's like talking to one of his subordinates, and he was like saying, like, "Why are you like? What are you guys doing? Like, we're pillaging. That's what we always do. So like, I told you guys to stop doing that. Like, so what do you want us to do? Hang them, right? And, and, like, if they're not gonna serve under the under me, then kill them. So don't pillage them and anything. Just straight up fucking hang them. <laughs> Cross. I was like, oh god, this. Sh- Again, for Canute, he was a fucking pacifist, a baby, a pussy, whatever you want to call him. But all of a sudden, he's just becoming this fucking Chad. <laughs> just straight up, I will do whatever it takes to become the king. Mm. And then uh, fucking we see for Cal, he's, he's coming in hot. He's pissed off because he was told that uh, his fight was like he can't fight this guy anymore. He can't fight this person that he was supposed to kill. And yes. for Cal wants to fucking kill. That's his thing. He's a warrior. He wants, to, he wants battles all over. He wants to die in the battlefield. Koros. So, Koros. so, if, so Koros. if you deny, so if you die, if you deny him fighting, he's gonna be pissed off. So he wanted, he wanted to crack a fucking swing at Canute. Chad, dude, that's right, Chris. He's Chad, like, dude. It's like you saying. He seems like he keeps saying Canute, like Canute. Canute, yeah, Canute. I'm gonna kick you in the Canutes. Exactly. Oh yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Canute was like, so Canute talked to him to calm him down. Like he's taking the bigger picture right here. But Forkel gave him a reality check. It's like you can't just. Talk your way out of everything. Like eventually, you gotta get your hands dirty. Yes, like you had you had a bloody path as soon as you claimed the crown. Yes, so I just remember that. So it's like, okay, you know what? He's right. And they, oh, you should like. Are you gonna punch it? Like, no, he's right. He's got a point. I got I gotta know when to choose pick pick my battles. Like when they actually fight or when I don't really need to. Yes. Uh, so he goes to he goes to America, not America, but America. America. Yes. Goddamn America. Uh, yes. Uh, Edric uh, talks to Canute in uh, in a tent type of thing, basically saying, "Hey, I'm going to give you four thousand pounds of silver if you leave. Like, if if you just drop out, leave America, let my king be the king type of thing. Like, we, we don't want trouble." So Canute's like, "They know there's four thousand pounds." He's like, "No, we'll give you eight thousand. That's not enough. The only thing I really want is you to be a spy and help me kill him." And give me his head, but no, I ain't taking eight thousand pounds of fucking silver. That's nothing. And he's like, oh, I ain't gonna betray him. It's like, okay, come with me outside. You're gonna come outside with me. 
and you see Canute's uh, soldiers like building like this giant tower of like hay and wood, and it's like and it's a smoke signal, and he's just as a smoke signal for his guys from like all across the land to just burn everything down. As like this is what happens when you defy me, <laughs> and he talks to kids like, "Do we have an understanding now?" He's like, "Uh, uh yeah." Mm-hmm. Like, good. So you're gonna go poison this guy, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> so Alfred, he eventually he gets poisoned, but people say he got ill, but no one knows it was, it was poison. So because of this, um, Alfred's son takes the throne, and now it's now Canute and Alfred. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Alfred suffered the same fate. The same fate. Now he's dead. Now he got poisoned. Yes. So now Canute is now the official king of England. But again, just as 180 of Canute from season one to now, from this again, from this pacifist to just ruthless. And I loved it for that. It was so good. And that, that was where we ended the episode. Again, it was a much needed break away from the farm. We're, we'll get back to that next week, though. But we need to see the other side of how everyone else was, how it got impacted after everything before Torfin got arrested. And we, I'm glad for that. And I got to the point where even Forkel was pissed off as when he wanted to talk to Canute. So, so he's king now. We got to do it. But like, I gotta shut the fuck up. You ruined my beer. Mm-hmm. I got to want. I got to want to hear his name. Right. It was like that. Was like, and I'm glad. Fucking anime trend, and they. It's now it became number one for the week again. Right where, right where it belongs. And fuck the people saying it was boring because again, you, you got your violence here. You got fucking people. You got villages fucking burning. You got people being poisoned. So I don't know what to tell you. Move it on. Let's go. To, let's do it together. All right, let's go together. All right, let's uh, Eminence and Shadow. Yes, let's go with the episode 18 first. At 18 first, uh, we have didn't it start? It started with Sid talking to the sister, yeah. The episode of 17 ended with the sister meeting him at the right, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah right. 18, she's on top of him strangling him. Yes, but for this one, it's uh, Iris now. Like he's like in the arena talking to Iris. Like, oh, he's like, no, no, no. It started that way. No, it started that way. It started okay. where he's strangling him. It's like, here's tickets to the to the VIP skybox. You're gonna go there. You're gonna watch me fucking perform. The yes. End. Okay. That's right. Capiche? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You you don't need to tell me twice. Uh, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to lead uh, eighteen. Um. But yeah. Since yeah. Since 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 at the arena. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, he's fulfilling his, re- his request. Uh, yeah. He's, he's talking to Iris. Yep, talks to Iris. And then... They talk briefly. She mentions, like, you know, I'm I'm uh, the Kagano's uh, brother, and she's like, and, oh, uh, and oh, so, so yeah, so t- oh yeah, so what was my sister like? Because he said uh, you guys dated. Oh yeah, and they oh yeah, she's like lovely, even though she cut me, treated me like a dog, and she's like, like, oh, you guys play with a dog? Like, no, I was the dog. She would throw shit at me, and I would catch it yeah. like a dog. And uh, they were all talking about so who do you think's going to win? This tournament. Oh yeah, but again, don't 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 toss aside Monday man. But yeah, don't Jimmy no said it. Exactly. But we'll get to that now because now it is Monday man against Anne Rose. Yes. And Iris is watching very closely because she's basically gonna fight the winner of this. Yes. And Anne Rose was fucking confident. As and what happened, Ethan? She got waxed. She got yep. absolutely waxed. Couldn't uh, land a strike on him. Nope. At and all. It, and she took it as basically humble, get being humbled. Yes. It's like, you know what? I probably need that ass whooping. I deserve this. Yes. She did. She's yes. being cocky and like, you know, I'm judging Buck by his cover. And Iris was watching the fight, and uh, who was it that was talking to him? Was it Pervy Man or someone? Uh, yeah, I think it was Lord Asshat. Lord yeah, Lord per- Perv Asshat. Lord Perv Asshat. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and then he, name. he was like, "Ask her." He's like, "So, uh, you know, you think you could beat him?" And she's like, "Yeah, I got it. He's stronger, sure, but I can beat him." Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then in her fight, fucking squashed the guy, fucking won it. Got wind scarred, basically. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that happened in this, or we can go to the actual penultimate? Um, was there another interaction between him and Beatrix? I think a little bit, basically yeah. asking, "Hey, you have you so have you seen the elf?" And then, no. So, how about you come to the thing with like Iris? Like maybe they'll help you, or was she, or was she talking to Iris? Because mm. Iris invited her in the penultimate. Yeah, she invited her in the penultimate. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was just watching in the stands, and Iris recognized her. So after Iris's match, where she easily won, she ran after her and was like, oh, you know, started talking to her, and Beatrix offered her a burger, and she's like, no, I'm, I'm good. Oh, and then they move on after that. We didn't think that we'd see anything until the penultimate, where we find out she invited her to the skybox. And right. Basically, you say, hey, have you, has anyone here seen an elf, or I know of an elf that looks yes. like me type of thing? Yes. And you find out, yeah, that's it's her aunt. Yes, but unfortunately, no luck because nobody knows. Indeed. So all that's going on. Uh, of course, Sid is at this thing as well because otherwise, be killed by the sister. Yes. And then we get to that main event. It was in the middle. Wasn't near the end. How does this play out, Ethan? Mind fucking. My it was it was no. 
It was no overpower, dragged out battle, talking, trying to find the identity of mundane. It was more of battle begin, decapitation. Nani? Yep, like you, you say, her head was cut off, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Nope. Fucking Genjutsu. Genjutsu. As she starts to like try to plan attack again, but something else gets cut off. Genjutsu ankle. again. Ankle. Yeah, the ankle. Yeah, fucking Achilles heel type of shit. Yes. But she steps out of it again, and you see that she actually steps back. <laughs> and she's like, am I feeling fear? And everyone in the crowd is like, what's going on? I, the great Iris-sama. Why is she not attacking? The undefeated Iris, yeah. Even, the, yeah. even her dad is watching. Yes, the king. She actually showed up, to, showed up to this damn thing. Yes. But uh, then uh, Monday... she gets a is flashback. A... Oh, well, I guess that's at the beginning of the episode where she gets a flashback of her trying to convince her father to, like, oh, let's go after... Actually the... be used in battle and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, she's like, no, 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 whatever. And she's like, oh, it sounds like you're desperate to, like, basically make a name for yourself. And it just pisses her off. And she fucking is continuing her practice. And she's like, I will come up with results. But she doesn't. Does not. not but, yet. yeah, then uh, she just freaked out. And then Monday's like, hey, uh, you, you gonna attack? And she just blindly attacks and just gets taken down. Yeah, she gets fucking, he gets judo thrown. She gets judo yeah. thrown. And, but, but she also finds out. She's like, oh, and she's like, why am I feeling fear? And she's like, she pays attention. She notices like, oh, like it's Genjitsu because whenever he like pops his hip, he like, yeah. it's like, oh, I, I see my death. And it's like, what the fuck? She so basically, goes back. basically, he's like, if she tried to do it, then that's what would happen. Like, yeah, really she really tries bad. it, and it's like, no, that's my attack. And you see, he doesn't even have his sword, and it's like, what the fuck? And so she says, fuck it. She goes full like fucking uh, KO Ken, powers yeah. up, charges in as hard as she can, and gets judo throwed. Jimmy yep. doesn't use his fucking and, sword. Yeah, has her has her pin like sword next. Like, oh, we're gonna have fun. Yeah, she before and... she attacks, she's like, oh, he's like, why? She's like, we're just getting started. And she goes, ah, goes charging after her, fucking gets judo throwed, fucking Jimena pulls out his sword, puts it to her neck, and said, what's wrong? And she gives up. And that's the end. And everyone is in complete shock. Her father walks away in shame. Um, the uh, Lord Asshat is like, all right, well, let's go and kill the father, because that's the next thing that'd be right. And who comes into the door, Matt? The, the blonde woman. What was her name? Um, Rose. I think her name is Rose. I think it's Rose. Let me click on the, the title to be uh, Eminence. Eminence. E E. Rose, yeah. It's Rose. It Princess Rose. There we go. Yeah, Rose just charges in. It's like, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> I think it cut. I think it No, I hear you. Oh. Oh, I just oh, talking. Yeah. oh yeah. I forgot your list of them. Oh, no. Oh, you stop it right there, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. Uh, who else came in? Uh. Oh, so basically, um, so Rose goes, stops right there, and she's like, oh, welcome back. And she's like, Father, I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for what I've done and what I'm about to do. And her father briefly breaks out of the mind control spell that we see get, he gets put in earlier, right, um, with the, right. whatever Violet was. And she's like, Rose, she's like, I forgive you. And Asshat is like, huh? That wasn't what I told you to say. What are you doing, you puppet? And he catches himself, but he, by now he's pretty much he has like a lifeless body. Yes, yeah, everybody knows at this stage. But he catches himself. Rose lunges after Asshat. Asshat shoves the king in front of Rose. Rose kills her father, the king, and everyone is shocked. Asshat is like, "How could you do this?" Even though he's the one who shoved her in there. 
and yeah. she begins to cry. And as um, he's like, where are my guards? Where are my guards? We find out that uh, who took out the guards, Matt? Shadow. Shadow, Shadow Garden. Garden. The girls yep. are all there. Shadow, they took it out. And then um, what's it called? From there, uh, what's it called? Um, Asshat's like, oh, my reinforcements. They all lunge after Rose. And who busts through the window, Matt? Monday man. <laughs> Mundane man to save the day. Cuts up everybody, and he's like, it's time to show my real identity. And, and he, he shows the shadow. And then Rose is like, you're that. You're a bandit killing man. Huh? And yeah. we get a flashback of when Rose was abducted briefly as a child. Yeah, and a and... random little boy came over and killed all the bandits and took all their gold. Yeah, she remember. Yeah, she remembered the fencing, the the sword stance. Yes, the mundane did. Yes. Oh man, <laughs> it was great. It was absolutely great. And the episode ends. Asshat is like, "Oh my god, what are we doing? Like, if I need somebody to save me." And Beatrix, excited by the prospect of how powerful mundane man was, and now Shadow, because she knows it's Shadow. Yep. Goes after him, and our final battle will be freaking. Uh, will be that. Will be Shadow yeah. versus. Uh, uh, Beatrix, the the war goddess. Good episode, very good episode. Fantastic episode. Yeah, I enjoyed that one a lot. Then we got one Likewise. more. Likewise, and then thank God, another one that we can get off the list. Although you're making me add near. When does near come out? Like on what day? Saturdays. Fucking hell, that's eight fucking anime on a Saturday alone. I got nine on a Saturday, so. Fucking hell, dude! Oh my god, what are you doing to me? What are you doing to me? Mm mm mm. God, you gave me Tomo Chad. You give me fucking High Carb, which is gonna be next. You haven't watched Play a Cool Guys, which is an easy watch. Yeah, uh, what? Oh, yeah, you told me about that Freddy Free Day. So, what was was that just a glitch, or is it still going? Or no, it's going, it's going, it's going. It was a glitch. Okay, it was a glitch. Yes, I forgot to mention Play Play a Cool Guys. Let me go. Do you mind if I go back really quick for Play a Cool Guys? Yeah, do it really quick. Yeah, sorry about that. So, Play a Cool Guys, really cute. Again, these are really cute episodes, guys. The episode this week's, I, I only talk about this week's because I've missed a couple of them already. But this week's episode focuses on Igarashi Sensei. Um, Igarashi Sensei basically comes back from his trip to Tokyo. Um, he lives out in Kyoto um, and he gets back. He has a beautiful black cat, really cute. And he just sits there and he starts to think about what he's going to write next so he can share it with uh, his publicist. And as he's thinking about that, he basically thinks about uh, Mima. And he's thinking about, oh, how they met again after all the all these years. It's been over 20 years, basically, since they met, more or less. And um, we get a flashback to when they first met in, in uh, middle school. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
and uh, we basically see how uh, Mimo was the quiet kid. He was the the assist, he was the librarian there, and he's like, I read all the books that I want to read in, in the library, and I'm bored. I have nothing to read. And we find out that um, Igarashi was he used to transfer a lot as a kid. This was his third school that he transferred to, and he's used to it because of his parents' work. And he's like, I want to be a writer. And so they end up keep talking a little bit more. And he's like, Will you write me a book that I can read? And he goes, Oh, you want me to write? And he goes, Yeah. Because he's like, Oh, you know, when I when I become an adult, I want to be a writer. And he's like, Well, why don't you write now? And he said that basically so we could write on the book. And so that's with the genesis of when he wrote that very first novel that Mima still had. And at the end of the episode, he's like, I think I'm moving to Tokyo. It'll be fun. And I get to see my friend again. But again, really wholesome stuff. The previous episode has a, a little hint of uh Again, all these episodes have little hints of um, of uh, Yaoi, and none of them are gay. None of these guys are gay, at least to what we know, right? But there's always like those little hints, the way that they talk to each other and communicate. Um, it's almost flirty, but not really, because it's just so subtle. It's just four guys that end up becoming intertwined together, and each of them have their own like quirks that are, make them weird and and different and they play off each other really well and it looks kind of yaoi-ish, but it's really not. But again, beautiful shit. I love, it's so wholesome and it's 11 minutes guys. It's 11 minutes of your fucking time. Just, you know, you can watch that. If you skip the, the OP and the ED eight minutes, you know, it's on episode 17, I think going on 18 now. So it's like three hours guys. If you watch the entire thing or less. So recommend it. All right. Moving on. Uh, again, high card. Yes. Oh, Matt. So tell me before we get into this week's episode, we have to go back because I've I've started recapping it a little bit. What do you think about High Card? I, honestly, High Card is pretty fun. I enjoy it. I like I like the characters, like the concept of, of the playing card. Yes. Uh, what you call it? I really like the girl when she doesn't transform. Yes, she's hot. Uh, Wendy. Yes. Wendy. She's really pretty, and then she becomes super crazy. Yeah. Chris is cool. Finn's Finn's fun. Uh, Constantine, he's okay. He's just, he's just a rich guy. Yes. Uh, we haven't seen much of uh, Vijay. 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 Sounds like saying Vijay, like short for vagina. Or sing, yes. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, his voice, but he's voiced by his voice doesn't match the body. Like it's it's that it's fucking Jotaro. <laughs> it is, which is interesting. There's that, and then on um the uh, what is it? Is it? I think it is High Card. The um the new guy. Oh, so it's funny that his voice is Jotaro. The villain that you saw, did you see the last episode? Yes. The villain is fucking Shimpsama. It's the priest. How ironic is that shit, eh? It's just fucking weird. <laughs> oh, it's great. But again, I, I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, I can't wait for the rest. Yes. So I, I, I'm in. I'm in for the ride on this one. Yeah, yeah, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Let's uh, did it start with the detective. Yeah, it starts with the, the latest episode starts with the detective realizing after the bank robbery, um, they captured a man named John Doe, but we'll get into yeah. him momentarily. But I just finished watching this, so I can go through this. Basically, um, it starts with the detective, the young detective, the rookie detective whose name I'm forgetting, recognizing that, oh shit, um, there's something going on. Like whenever it involves anybody from the Pinocchio um, uh, car dealership like company, it's the cases are automatically it's sugar. The girl's name is Sugar. Sugar. Okay. So she's like, why is this? So she goes to the, the, the older detective, Senpai, Young. His name is Young. 
and is like, what's going on? What's going on? And she's like, well, the case is closed. There's nothing to be had. And she's like, no, there's something going on. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Like, and she, we find out she's like OCD when it comes to stuff. Once there's a mystery, she's like determined hell or high water to solve yeah, it. Exactly. And she asks for help around the, around the, the police station. And, and, the, and, despite, no and, and despite, yeah, despite everyone telling her like, just like, yeah, like you're barking up the wrong tree. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't like, do like it. We, 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 we avoid them. Yes. Like the plague. But like, she, she doesn't that. listen, and so as they're having this conversation, the um the an assistant basically comes in and is like, "Hey, uh, we need help interrogating John Doe. Will you come with this detective?" And the detective's like, mm, "Nah, I'll let the sugar do it." So sugar goes in, and basically sugar tries to get him to spill the beans on uh, the Klondike organization, which is the other rival organization. And she's like, the, the guy, his name John Doe, he does, he's like, no, you don't know them. Like, they're going to come after me. They're going to kill me. Like, cause I failed the family. Like, and she's like, no, they're not. Like, we're the police. You know, we can totally do that. And she's like, but they're everywhere. Like, you don't know where they're at. She's like, no, we're the police. We got you, bro. And he's like, well, you do you really? And she's like, yeah, we promise to protect you. And she's like, okay. And he's like, so if you let me, if you guarantee my safety, I'll spill the beans on everything. Okay. No problem. She ends up going somewhere else, leaving him with the assistant. And we'll find right. out after that. Um, so as this is happening, Sugar basically goes away and she decides to start staking out the Pinocchio uh, company. So she starts following each of the members, finding out their routines, finding out their processes. So the company's open from nine to six. The seven people, they go, they leave the um, that job at seven o'clock um, and they go about their daily lives. Nothing suspicious, nothing crazy. Can't right. figure it out. Um, one day, Finn is leaving late. And sees somebody running and is like, oh, that damn Klondike family runs after him with his gun out. And it's Sugar. Lured him into yep. a trap, arrests him for interrogation, puts him in the car, handcuffs him. They're driving. Finn's trying to weasel his way out, trying to weasel his way out. And as they're driving, a bus, Truck Coon. Yep, just, hits them. <laughs> truck Coon comes over like, surprise, motherfuckers. Truck Coon comes and... over. And they're like, oh, shit. And then we see a woman walking around, and we'll get to the other part in a second. Matt. I was going to say that, yeah. Yeah. See I, I, don't, I don't know the woman's name yet. We don't know her name yet either, but she's a bad guy, clearly. And she has the ability, we find out, to basically possess things. Levitate. Levitate things. And so she levitates the bus, is going to drop it on them, but they manage to escape as the bus is dropping. Yeah. As this is happening, we see Young go to a Klondike uh, charity event, right? And he knows oh, all God, the bad yes. people. He knows all the bad people, knows what happened to them, and they're all pissed off at the detective, but whatever. And we see Klondike come out. The official guy's name is Klondike. I forget his first name, but Klondike comes out and starts giving this speech about you know the family and the companies, etc., in front of all these guests. And he's like, before we move on with the rest of the party, I have uh, something I want to entertain you guys with. And he brings out a man with a hood, right? And he's bound, and they reveal the hood. And who is it, Matt? Pinocchio? Was it the John Doe? Oh, sorry, and the John person Doe. that was carrying him in was the assistant. Young eyes perk. He's like, "Oh shit!" And basically, he's like, "This person betrayed the family. I'm sure he had his reasons, but we'll ask him anyway. Why did you betray the family?" And he goes, "It's because I failed the family. I let a card go. You know, you guys will never forgive me." And he's like, "That's right." And you know, I want everybody to be unified in this. I don't want. I don't want, you know, divisions in my family. And as he's doing this, 
basically as the levitation is happening on one side, he's without having, I, I don't know, we can't see where his cards are at or anything like that, but he's basically with making no effort of his own, twisting this guy's neck behind yeah. his head. Crack, 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 yeah, crack, you, crack. Slowly, you slowly, hear slowly, it. slowly, slowly. You, yep. Yeah, like, yeah you, you, you hear it and you just see it. Yeah, and the guy's it's face is turning purple. Yeah, the guy's face is turning purple. The guests are freaking out and are like looking visibly ill at watching this guy's neck about to be snapped. And eventually, pop goes the neck. Blood as, yep, goes as, everywhere. As, as, he, yeah, that, as he's done talking, yep, now he just yep. does that as a little... Farewell, I bid you all adieu. <laughs> yep, goodbye. Mwah! And good night, crack. Yep. Um, Fucking, and he, yeah. There's a little caveat with Klondike. Klondike doesn't drink, and so he put, he's like, come by, and he toasts, and everyone is like shocked, quiet, and instead of drinking the, the wine, he pours it on the dead body, goes about his way. The like, episode... yeah, drink. Also, yeah, he's also talking to the detective there, because Klondike, he knows him. Yeah, and, and he's like, "Why?" And he asked, like, "So he asked Bond, which is Klondike's name, Bond. Yeah, like, what happened? And like, what happened like ten years ago? Like, no, not ten years ago, one month ago. Oh, sorry, it was one month ago. It was one month. Okay, but he's like, but he's asking like, what happened? Like, what what's causing all this? What made you this way? Why are you doing that? Yeah, and he's like, no, yeah, like, can we just have a drink like we used to? Right. And he's like, I don't drink. So. And he gives him a little hint about what's happening. We forgot to mention also as the as basically young um, says as he sends off sugar to do the first interrogation, he goes by himself to the car underground and he calls up the president of, of Pinocchio, Theodore, and they know each other and they're familiar with each other. He tries to yep. get information on what happened before he got the information from from Bond and he, Theodore was would not budge at all. And also, while Bond is having this conversation with uh, Klondike, sorry, when Young having this conversation with Klondike, uh, we see the unknown woman having a conversation basically with uh, with Finn and Sugar. And she possesses both of them, basically. And freaking she has uh, Sugar by the neck with her levitation powers because she could do something similar to, to Klondike. And she's got him by the neck, strangling her. And she possesses uh, Finn's gun and makes him point the gun at her. And the gun goes off and everybody thinks, oh, he's dead. When we return back to that scene, we see the gunshot was on the side of of sugar. And she warns them, like, stay out of family business. If you get in our business again, I will kill you. Yeah, like, I won't make you miss. (laughs) I won't make you miss, basically. And she walks away. Sugar has a panic attack, freaking out, like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know what the fuck is happening. And Finn is like, listen, lady, you should uh, just uh, stay calm, calm down And 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 stay away from us. And, and she says, hell no. Yeah, like, I'm obsessed. Like, you know, I, I'm, you know I, I need to know what's going on. And Finn cuffs her and says, just please stay away. And walks away, leaves her, like, in the, uh, leaves her there next to the, 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 the wreckage of the car accident. And it's funny because it was raining throughout this entire time. And the rain stops. And she's like, oh, the rain stopped. While she's, like, cuffed and freaking the fuck out, which is funny. Yeah. And the episode ends, basically, with Sugar and Young stoking out the Pinocchio Company. And Finn notices them and is just staring. And uh, Young is looking at Finn's uh, profile, like the physical profile, like on the sheet. And they have a conversation, basically. And the episode ends with Young revealing to Sugar, like, hey, the guy that I tasked you with interviewing. Yeah, they found him dead this morning. And Sugar's freaking out. And she's like, don't worry. Young's like, don't worry. I still have high hopes for you. End episode. Nice episode. Very nice episode. Uh, and again, Bond's cool. I like, I, like his, I like his look. Yeah, badass. 
Yeah, it looks like a total fucking badass. So hopefully, hopefully, I just hope he's actually a good character. But yes. Uh, moving on, uh, Nagatoro. Uh very etchy this week. Yeah, uh, what's a what's a rom com without a Christmas type episode? <laughs> yes, without the Christmas episode. So the episode starts out with um with uh, Senpai uh, and Nagatoro. No, Nagatoro. No, it's just Senpai. Senpai is basically dreaming of Christmas with Nagatoro. They go visit. Nagatoro is leading him by the hand. They go visit the giant tree in Tokyo Square or whatever city they're in, in the city square, giant tree. They're like, oh, it's so nice. Like, oh, here's your gift. Merry Christmas. He wakes up and start credits. When we come back from the from the opening credits, we see um, Nagatoro talking to her sister. And I was like, what's a good gift that you can get somebody? And, of course, Anatoro fucking starts teasing her about it, but does give her some suggestions. She goes and buys her gift. We move on. School ends that day, and they're talking, Senpai and, and, and Nagatoro and- are talking. And they're and yeah, and this first half is basically them trying to figure out like they want yeah. time to like exchange gifts. Yes, but stuff keeps happening. So basically, yeah. So the first thing that happens is um, the Nagatoro's friends. Yeah, the friends come over and they're like, "We have a meeting right now." So they're in the yeah. library and they're like, "Oh, it's Christmas Eve, and we're divided by the 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 single girls and the girls with boyfriends." And the girls with boyfriends are like, "We'd love to hang out with you guys, but it's Christmas Eve and we want to spend time with our boyfriends." And they basically try and get Nagatoro to join, but Nagatoro's like, no, I have something to do. And her and, Nag- and her and Senpai, they go out and they're trying to find again the time to to give the gifts. So as they're walking around the school, there's an announcement like, hey, school's out of session. Everybody needs to leave the premises. And they see the principal walking. So they're like, oh, we need to hide. We need to hide. So the first place they hide is the nursing the the nurse the nurse's office. No, the no the the, the art room first. The what? The the art room. Was it? No, it wasn't the art room. That was the that was the last place they ended up at. No, that wasn't the last place they ended up. Oh yeah, you're right. It is the art room first. So yeah. they go in the art room first, and who opens the door, Matt, to the art room? The fucking pre- art president of the club, naked, but fucking naked. And they're like, "Why are you naked?" And she's like, "Well, I won't be in this in this thing for too long because that same day is uh, clo- is closing ceremony, basically senior graduation, right?" And it, Japan is is unique where. Um, they go based off of uh, three um, three periods, right? You have uh, spring, you have yeah, spring, fall, yes. winter, and you get summer break off, basically. And in spring December, period. if you're a senior, if you're a high school senior, you graduate in the in the winter, but you don't officially like get your diploma until spring. Yeah, so April, April you start, April you leave. Yeah, April you start, April you leave, but you officially graduate in December, right? Yeah. And so she, they, she graduated in essence, first part of graduation. And she's like, well, I won't be in the office too long. So I just wanted to bask in the sunlight as she's fucking butt naked. And uh, we I'm, telling see, you, I'm telling you, she's an exhibitionist. She is truly an exhibitionist. And Senpai, I don't know why he didn't look. He should have looked. He probably did catch a glimpse beforehand. But um, yeah. anyway, they run away together. And then, and then they see the principal and they're like, shit, we got to hide. So we go into the nurse's office. And who do they find in the nurse's office, Matt? People having sex. <laughs> Specifically Sakura. I told you yep. she's a whore. I told you she's a whore. Hey, she's making hey. out with her man. Her man is like, oh, you're so direct with this. And she's like, shut up and kiss me. Like tongue tongue sounds. Yeah. Like, I, mean, yep, I, I mean, if you're going to do it, that's the best place to do it. But Then they're getting it in. So Sakura clearly is not Dote-kun. She's not Dote-chan. She's yep. not a virgin. Yep. So and, they run away and they see the principal again. And they're like, fuck, where are we going to go? So they go to the school roof. And what do they find on the school roof, Matt? All the couples are there. All the couples in the school. Kissing, and, and then, hugging, yep. holding and they're each like, other. And they're just like, let's, let's just leave. 
But then a really nice this moment happened. The wind comes over, blows in front of Nagataro and Senpai. Senpai looks over at Nagataro. She looks gorgeous. There's a beautiful sunset that's happening as the, as this is happening. And so he just says, fuck it. And he pulls his gift out and says, here, Merry Christmas. And she does the same. They exchange gifts. They it's smile. The same item. And it's the same item, a scarf. Yeah, they got scarves. Yep. It's, that's, scarf. So that's cute. It is. So that was that half. And the other half is the new year. Basically, Nagatoro wants Naruto to basically do some shrine visiting. Yeah, so basically, Senpai is with his family, just watching the uh, the the midnight events, and she calls him right before the midnight events. It's eleven p.m. So she calls him and is like, "Senpai, do you do shrine visits?" He's like, "No," and he's he's like, "She's like, oh, you know, I do shrine visits." Da 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 da. And uh, Senpai stupidly was like, "I was planning to go this year," and she goes, yeah. "Great, see you there." Click. Right, and she and senpai is like, Oh, maybe I should have invited her, but regardless, the night goes by. He goes in the early afternoon to, to the shrine and is like, Where's Nagatoro? Where's Nagatoro? And you hear senpai, yep. And what is Nagatoro doing, Matt? Egg teasing him, egging him. Well, uh, no shit, Sherlock. No, she volunteers as a um, as a oh, that's a right, she's a shrine, that's right, she's a shrine maiden for the she's thing. a shrine maiden, part time shrine maiden. She volunteered so she can get a little bit extra money. And so again, the same typical teasing happens, whatever, and they do their fortunes. And of course, Sem or of course, Nagatoro got I got best luck. Senpai, what did you get? Bad luck. But <laughs> as he's reading the fortune and they're standing in line to like do like whatever with the fortune, um, he reads there's a part where it says romance or relationships, and he reads the bottom and it said relationships, and the luck says won't happen unless you um do something about it. And this gets in his head and he starts tr trying his hardest and he's so awkward with it, but he tries his hardest to do something about it. And he tells Nagatoro when he goes, he's like, oh, I want to I want to get a uh, a good luck charm. They're like, oh, 200 yen. And it's really awkward between them. And at the end, after, before he leaves, he's like, I'll be waiting for you. And excuse me, Senpai or sorry, Nagatoro is like texts him and is like, oh, you're a fucking stalker. What the fuck? And she's like, give me 20 minutes. 20 minutes goes by. She comes over. They start again. Nag or she starts like nagging him, annoying him, like making fun of him. And she's like, so what did you want anyway? And I was like, oh, I just wanted to, you know, do the shrines with you. So they do the rest of the shrine events and they go and they pay their respects. They, you know, drop their little offering. They pay their respects and, um, you, you know, they whatever. Right. And the episode ends with Nagatoro asking Senpai, what did you uh what did you uh, pray for? And he's like, I prayed for, you know, good health for my family and friends. And she's like, oh, you're so boring, boring senpai, creepy, boring senpai. Yeah. And so she, so senpai's like, what did you ask for? And Nagatoro teases him and says, I wished that one day I can be your bride. Freaks the fuck out. And um, yeah, that's where the episode ends. Alrighty, moving on. Oh, one more thing about that episode. Um, the, chick, the chick that always calls him Paisen, right? She yeah. recognizes what's going on, and she's like, "Well, you know, Senpai's trying his hardest." So they basically know like there's something going on between them. But yeah, again, she's 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 nice to Senpai. She's not yeah. as bad with the teasing. She's not as annoying as the fucking stupid girl. No, no, no. no you've, got again, the, you've got the chief fucking friend with the big tits. That's nice. You have the stupid girl that is really fucking stupid, and you have the whore friend. That fucks her boyfriend. And then you have Nagatoro, the four girls. And then they have a yep. fifth girl that we don't really know much about, but she's got a boyfriend too. Yeah, well, we'll get to we'll get to them eventually. Moving on. All right. Moving on. Spy classroom. Um, this is yours because I didn't watch it. And I dropped the series officially as of You didn't watch episode five? 
I told you I wasn't going to watch episode five. I said, I wanted you to let me know how the series progresses and I'll decide to pick it up. I logged into high dive to see what it was. And it just seems like episode six right now says the girls, this is the synopsis. The girls. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's still flashback season. I'm good. I dropped it. I'm good. So this will now be yours starting next week. You get to review this on your own. And I dropped this. Think about it as I drop this for near. How about that? Okay. All right. We can go with that. Never. Uh, but yeah, um, I just hope the flashbacks is not the rest of the show. You let me know. It, that that that's the that's really the one thing I'm worried about. I, I think I know today's is another flashback. Yep, drop the show. Not doing that. You're not going to give me the payoff after three episodes and then flash me back the rest of the time. Fuck. I, but I will say, Lily is cute in the maid outfit, even though it didn't work. And you do find out that they're basically almost the same age as Klaus because Klaus is twenty, and so all they are adults. Like... So they are, so they are adults. I think they're like eighteen. So they're all eighteen and lollies. Yeah, well, most of them. Yeah. Still, you're not going to give me the payoff by episode three and then flash me back the rest yeah. of the season. I'm good. Don't ever do that. I guess that's going to be my cardinal sin. Like when you like, oh, it was all a dream, and you say fuck this shit. For me, it's like don't give me the payoff early and then flash me back. Like if it's like one episode. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No okay. If it's two episodes, eh, three episodes, drop. Right. That's my rule now. All right. Well, hopefully, next after next week, that they would, but not. If not, then we got, we're going to have a problem. Are you going to drop it? Or are you two in it? If the next two are flashbacks, I'm probably gonna say most likely. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, damn it, I'm like halfway. We know I'm Starman. Already... Li- we know Starman likes this shit. So, yeah, uh, hey, we'll see. He's gonna try and sell it to us, but we maybe. Bye. But but let's let's just move on. Uh, Kubo, another good episode. Is this is so cute? Honest to God, and I wrote this in my review on my anime Instagram AI underscore anime 24 for those who yeah. want to follow me on instagram on my anime only instagram but i wrote i was like if it wasn't for angel next door i think that this would probably be the rom-com of the season i think this is even above ice guy and i like ice guy very much but i think this no is no I, I i no, i think yeah i think angel is my favorite in terms of rom-com yeah angel by far is the best rom-com yeah, and it, second and ice guy is third yeah, but this is this is definitely a solid three and three quarters. If we graded it for the season, if we carry, if you graded it right now, oh, I'm grading it four. If we graded it right that? now, for me, fucking thing is five. Ice, or sorry, thing is five, and Ice Guy and Kubo are four, and I would put Kubo above Ice Guy. No, because again, it's I I do, I do like some stuff with Kubo better, but I think Angel delivered everything else. 
does it angels the, the per- angel like starman had said in our group chat is like a horror mia rom-com i fucking adored horror mia yeah it fucking delivers absolutely delivers and oh, yeah. you know if you want to go based off the same thing it kind of has the sasaki to miano vibe in a way you know yeah I, it's beautiful i love those type but, of anime. i love those type of romances but, but yeah well, we're gonna have ourselves this is about kubo yes uh but yeah uh Shirashi is basically he wants a lunch break. He wants to try to find a spot for to take lunch to take lunch alone. He wants to be alone. He wants to be invisible. Yes, he wants to continue his invisibility. Correct. Yeah, so he eventually goes outside and who meets him? Kubo. Because Not Riho. Kubo. Riho. Riho. No, Kubo. <laughs> That's what we're gonna say. Kubo. Oh god. I- no, no, it worked. It works for when she's sneaking up behind him. Like, oh no, it's Kubo. <laughs> Kubo. <laughs> but no, of course, Kubo. <laughs> she's like, there you are. I was looking all over for you. And yeah. he's like, huh? Like, why won't you leave me alone, woman? <laughs> Stalker. But uh, yeah, so now because of this, Kubo wants to eat him for lunch. And she, Shirashi is like, Shirashi is like, um, like, wait, why aren't you with your friends? And she's like, oh, well, they all have club meetings, so I want to hang out with you. Yeah. So, yeah, the, so they're doing their bento shit, and now we get a cute little thing. Uh, basically, they like each other's as, like, you want it. And uh, first, uh, first Kubo tries to feed him, but he just quickly takes it. Thank you. Or she. Yeah, uh, Kubo has the cute. <laughs> yeah, she's got, like, little girl pout. <laughs> She's got a, then, you know, she she got she got a little uh, Miri Miri pout. Yes, 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 yes. And just the uh, stare like she. I love that yeah. when you stare. She... Yeah, and now, uh, yeah, Shirashi. He's, now he starts to feed her. He just she just grabs his hand. Hump. <laughs> yep. And, and like, okay, yes. Yep, and he freaks the fuck out like usual. And they're like, oh, and she's like, oh, it tasted good. And they're like, oh, what's your favorite uh, food? No, she goes, oh, she's like, well, she's like, I guess I have no choice. I'm going to have to make you food. And he's like, you don't have to. He's like, no, you gave me no option. I have to make you food. Like, I have to do other option. I have to make you I have to make you food. She's like, well, what's your favorite food? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, well, what's your favorite? And she like, she like basically gets on her knees in front of him and is asking him, holding his hand, saying, asking this question. And he's like, Hamburg steak. I hate how they say it. Hamburg steak. Like, motherfucker, say it at a hamburger. Hamburger. It's hamburger. It's, it's, it's hamburg it's, steak. Like it it's came just, from Hamburg, Germany. Did 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 cheeseburgers come from Hamburg, Germany? Is that why they're called hamburgers? <laughs> like, what is the, you know, the origin of hamburger? What is the origin origin of Hamburg? Because they that's all they say in in Japan. Hamburg steak. It's a fucking hamburger. hamburger. It's German, yeah. But in any case, and she's like, oh okay, and so they they you know have lunch the rest of the time, whatever. And she's like, hey. Um, she's like, I want to have lunch again with you, and Kubo's like, Yeah, you can have lunch with me whenever you want to, and that was very sweet. All right, now we move on from this. Uh, basically, we go to the real meat. The second story is the real meat of this episode, and it's the the three girls. Um, it's Kubo and her friends, and they're well, having. I'll say, I'll say before that, uh, Kubo Shirashi, they uh, which they get they go. So oh, the music, early. the yeah. music. Sorry, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Kubo got up early. Say, "Oh, I'm up early. I, I made no, it to school." Shirashi. Shirashi, sorry. Woke Shirashi. Yeah, he, he woke up early. I'm, I'm gonna go to school first. I've never done I this before. Well. I think it'll be nice and peaceful. And of, cor- and of course, Kubo goes Kubo! there. She's, she's already hanging out there at the headphones. 
Yeah. I got the point there. Yeah, Kubo gives gives him uh, her one of the headsets. Like, hey, you're gonna listen to my music with me. Yep. And, and now it's like song. very nice song. And then mm-hmm. we go to Shirashi's uh thing. Now it's also like I want to hear your song. music. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. Was and you're forgetting like, that they're sitting next to each other. She's like, scoot over, and they're yep. sharing a chair. And no, at first, when she's like, oh, he's like, I don't really want to listen to music when they when she first proposed it. And she grabs, she basically grabs his cheeks, pushes him back. So Kubo's like leaning over her, over him. Yes. And is like, this isn't about what you want. This is what I want. I want to listen to music with you. I thought that was super adorable, kind of sexy, but really adorable. And then she's like, scoot over. And they're sharing a chair, one ass cheek per chair, per, per side of the chair. And she's getting close, and Kubo's like uncomfortable. He's like, "Oh, you're too close," but she smells really nice. Whatever. And so then we get the first song, and then the second song, she's like, "I want to hear your music." So he puts on an anime song, and she goes, "Where's this from? I've never heard this before." Yeah, it was from it was, it was from the manga that the they're reading that uh, yeah. fantasy one. Like they can't. There was an anime that they adapted. It's true to the manga, which I laughed when they made that portion. Like, oh, it's true to the like, manga. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and they're like, and there's a movie coming out, a movie adaptation to to the next book, and I'm really excited for it. And she's like, oh, okay, good to so, know. Yeah, so Kubo goes home to watch the anime. Yes, and her sister's like, what are you watching? She's like, oh, something a friend told me. She's like, oh, a friend, huh? And then she goes, she gets out the shower right. and she sees this, and she goes to the fridge, grabs a beer, and she's like, nothing, nothing like getting out the shower and drinking a beer fresh out while watching your sister be adorable. I thought that was that was funny and cute. Yeah, and then we get now we get to the real meat of the story of this episode, Matt. Yeah, uh, yeah, at the cafe, it's a uh, Kubo and her two friends. You can't do it all the time because we like Kubo. No. I don't mind Riho, but no, I like Kubo. She's very adorable. Yes, we like Kubo. So Kubo and her friends, they're at the cafe. They're having juice and and talking, and they start talking about boys. And they ask uh, Kubo like, "Hey, uh, do you have anybody you love?" And she's like. Eh. And they're like, and then her other friend was like, "Well, let's say this: anybody you interested you're interested in, in that, like, you know, when you think about them, like your mind, like you lose yourself, like in your thoughts." And she hesitates for a second, and she's like, "Shady Shikun," and one of the girls is like, "How can you like such a dull guy, right?" And like, dude, starts, like he's mid and all this. Yeah, and how you like such a mid guy? He's dull. He's quiet. He's not even. He's not cute. He's not hot. He's not smart. He's like no key, no guns, no bitches. What do you like about him? What do you like? And then Kubo gets upset. Kubo fucking puts her finger on her lips and was like, you guys don't know his strong points. Like, yeah, I know his like, strong stop points. Talking. Like, I stop talking. You don't know his strong points. Like, I know his strong points. And I don't like when people badmouth him. And they're like, okay. What, and so other friend was like, well, yeah, what yeah, are his good fr- points? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, first one friend was apologizing. And we're like, so what are they? Like, <laughs> And she gets quiet and she starts running down all of Shiari Shikun's good points. And um, the other friend that was bad mouthing him realizes, oh my god, Kubo's in love. But then her other friend yanks her back and was like, no, don't say don't shit. Don't let her. her let her revel in this because this is her first love. And you basically just see her like lost in thoughts over over Shiaishi. And that was really fucking adorable. That was really, really, yeah. really adorable. And now the last part of this is it's White Day. For those who don't know what White Day is in Japan, you have Valentine's Day where you give your chocos, and White Day yeah. is basically the other party is supposed to reciprocate to the person that gave them the chocolate by giving them some sort of gift, chocolate or otherwise. And so uh she is like, I don't know who the fuck gave me this gift. I don't know. And, and he's going to look for a gift. And as he's going, he trips on himself. Falls face first, and I love I love this. He falls face first, and then there's a uh, a spotlight on him, and everything else goes dark. 
And he's like, I'm normally invisible, but the one time that I'm not invisible is when something bad happens to me in front of people, such as me falling right. over and tripping. And everyone's like, sir, are you okay? Sir, are you okay? And he notices the gift in the woman who asked him the question. And she's like, I'll take one of these, please. So he gets his white day gift. And she's like, oh, I don't know who to give it to. And she's like, Kubo. And like she, he asked for Kubo. And Kubo's like, oh, this is weird. You initiated a conversation. Like, you never do that. And she's like, she's like, well, what's up? So, and, so it's like, so you know the person that gave me? No, 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 no. Before that, okay. um, he's like, hey, you know, talking here is fine, but can we go somewhere else to talk? And Kubo's like, huh, okay. So they go to a secluded place in the school and they talk. And then, as Matt said, she's like, hey, um, I have this white day gift, but I don't know who gave me the chocolate. Can you and, give it to the girl? And you said, and they get since you know, could you give it to them? But yeah. you know, he's talking to her. <laughs> Yeah, and so she chuckles for a little bit, and she looks at the gift, and she's like, "Oh, it's okay. I like sweets." And Kubo's, or and Sierra, she's like, "It's not about you. It's about the person who gave me the chocolate." And then she's like, "Oh well, how about this?" She's like, "How would you feel if you got a chocolate from me?" And he's like, "Well, what person?" What he gets all embarrassed, but then he's like, "Oh, what person wouldn't want to get chocolate from you, right?" And you know, they exchange like little pleasantries, and then she's like, "You know, don't worry. I appreciate the gift." And then Kubo, or I'm sorry, Shiraishi, retardedly still doesn't fucking know, like, who gave me the gift? And she's like, I'm not saying. She's like, if you haven't figured it by now, that's your problem. And she walks away all smiley with her gift. Yep. End episode. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And dialogue plus with another banger ED, if it's... Yeah, it does. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. Eight more to go. I'm rolling an hour and 18 into the show. Sorry, guys. uh, sorry. 10. I told you 10. Uh, 10 more to go. I'm only an hour and 18 into the show, guys. So keep our fingers crossed. Another hour of talking to go. All right, let's go. Uh, Fire Hunter. It's still unique. It's like, it, this is definitely a slow burn. You know what I thought about as I was watching this? I didn't watch Shadow's House, but I get the idea of seeing like the first a couple episodes of Shadow House when I had that one chick that I used to fuck with that watched it here at my house and I caught it. Yeah. It's kind of got a shadow house type of feel not so much in terms of mystery but in terms of its uniqueness within the anime spectrum and the slow burn involved with the story like developing you know what i mean yeah this, am i this off is, on that or because you saw shadow's house shadow's house was just more unique and as starman said it's like a type play while by mm. hunter not really so i'm a little off. a little off I, I, I get I get what you're trying to say though. Okay. But I just don't sound like I'm like I think it I think it's just I think it's just the production value of it is like I feel like it's just slowly decreasing with the episodes. In terms of I think just the quality of it, like how we had like a little slideshow of episode two. Well, because there wasn't much action in this episode. I, I know, but I just feel like there's something is just they normally highlight that when there's a pivotal moment in the story. That we probably should know later on. I, that's what I'm surmising. Or um, it's an action part, like where they want to yeah. highlight in extreme detail the action going on. I know, but again, I just feel like something is just a little off on like from like the first episode. I feel like just yeah. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know what it is exactly or what so I'm are missing. You thinking about dropping this or not yet. There there's there's still intrigue. I've bit on the intrigue for sure. Yeah, but I think that's just it. But if it's going to lose interest, then... if I were to grade it right now, it's a it's just like a mid three. It's a week three. Right it's now. a week three. But again, I'm I'm hoping it'll get to a three and a half. If it does get better, 
But... I anticipated it being no more than 3.75 unless like the story really fleshes out and really like <sighs> it'll probably be like you said yeah about a three and a half if we're lucky so it's one of our lower tier for sure of the season probably won't win many awards but it's still or, or any but <sighs> yeah but it's enough to keep us around so we'll see um do you want to go over what happened in the last episode or are we just giving our thoughts on this I, and moving on? I, 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 I guess most snippets um I know the rampage of the white dragon Yep, and everybody dies. Yeah, a lot of people are dying. Everybody, no, everybody dies. The only people that don't die are um. I gotta get the 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 cast list up for fire. Toko, um, yeah, Toko, the um, her dog, her dog. um, what's her... which one? The, the arranged marriage girl. one, the or girl. yeah, the sick girl, the frail one that she they were gonna both get kicked out before they were they were saved in the previous episode. It wasn't Kira. I don't know, but anyway, the sick girl, Toko, her dog, and then the um, the the guy in the engine room that she would that she would basically work under. They're the only ones that lived from the train accident. Yeah. And so as they're walking, we find out the sick girl has a fever, and you know she's just stressed. And we find out also later on that that fire dragon is her village's deity and we get more and it's this is where the entry comes in we get more details in terms of like the whole lore of the of their religion and so as they're walking they come across like some indian people and they're like who the fuck are these people and toko is like these are the 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 tree the tree something like tree livers tree gatherers some shit like that um, but the, the tree people, they're the tree people. That's what she says. The tree people. And basically they ask for like, what's going on, whatever. And they explain like, Hey, we can walk you to the next village. We can't enter the village ourselves, but we'll walk you to the next village. So you can find some safe haven. And they mention, Oh, the girl is sick. So they basically take care of her. And before she, before something happens, the girl asks and is like, Hey, what happened? Why is the fire dragon going crazy? And they're like, well, if a village lost its, lost its deity, its guardian deity, then the village is basically no more. And she faints out of shock and depression because the whole reason why she was sent away from the village in the first place was to save the village. And not only right. was her going away, the fail like failed, but now her village is gone and its deity is fucking rampaging. And she faints because of that. We find out that the um that the 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 guardian or sorry yeah the the deity was most likely rampaging because of a subsect of the gods that they worship called the spiders. And they're like, what the fuck does the spiders have to do with this? Like the damn spiders, like the guy from the train is pissed off over the spiders. Um, and so basically they have, because they're like a subsect of these gods, they have influence over them. And so there's something going on in the back end that they haven't fleshed out and we don't know yet. Meanwhile, while this is happening, they do their little flashback, which we both agree. We both like, they go over to, to, to um, what's his dick um, to uh, Koshi. And um, they go to Koshi and Koshi's still like experimenting and he's like, hey, um, I'm going to go to the great library in the center of town. There's a boat festival, by the way. Um, I forgot to mention that the boat festival, basically like they have the the train that goes across. There's a remote village um, that's by sea that the boats go to. And they basically it takes them a similar time to get to and from the mainland to that village. But they basically said because of the events of what happened in the great cataclysm. Um, for lack of uh, me forgetting what the actual name of it is, but in the Great Cataclysm, this is the farthest that man can go 
to go get information about the outside world. And more times than not, we don't get anything. Um, the, the items we get back from that island aren't worth, aren't even worth the gas that we spend to go to the island in the first place. But regardless, because of this hope of finding other villages, other people in this world, this new world, this new devastated world, um, it's a cause for celebration. And so you see yachts and things like that all over huge festival party right and so um koshi goes over to the great library and he sees his former sensei there and he asks for advice on where to go to find books about fire he says go to the third floor and he mentions later i can't go up there because of the dust and my lungs can't handle dust so he has like copd or mesothelioma or whatever the fuck it would be back in olden fucking like in in like this new neo world minus the neo in essence so um he finds a book there's intrigue to it. The book opens because there's light in it and it gives more lore, more background on fire and the sky fire and things of that nature. And he gets whatever information he can, what little it was, not very much. He leaves with the sensei. And as he's leaving, he sees his sister who's doing much better because of the recovery with rest and things of that nature. And he right. sees his, his stepsister. Now we call it, we might as well say stepsister, the stepsister. Um, her name is, uh, Kira? Is that right? Kira? I think I think it's Kira. Yeah, sees Kira there. And they're like, oh, what are you doing here? And they're like, oh, well, we wanted to go see the boat festival. She's out really well. You know, your sister's doing well. We wanted to go to the boat festival. And she's like, you guys are going alone? And Kira's like, no, you're coming with us. We need the protection of a man. And so, you know, they walk about their way. And that was nice. And I don't recall if that's the end of the episode or if there was another piece to it, if they go back to, to Toko. I think that was it. I think that was it, right? Yeah, my favorite took was just more of the aftermath shit. Okay. Alrighty, let's move on. Uh, to um, to your eternity. This is it's it, it feels weird, but it's getting first off, it's getting darker. It's still weird, and I really, 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 really don't like Kahaku. I do not like him. Yeah, I don't like to- I don't like people that are like possessive. And over attentive, like there's a you have to be attentive in life, especially with somebody that you like. But Kahaku is just way too much, way too fucking much, dude. But we'll we'll get to him in a bit. But uh, basically, yeah. the knockers battle on Renril is taken off. Yes. Uh, basically, catapults up being shot, and then there, of course, the other guys are doing it back while Fushi is repairing the castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, while all that's going on, you see March. By herself, one of the villagers took her in. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't see much of March. It's just basically just these two little scenes, and basically she. You know she's yeah. alive, but she's looking for Fuchan. That's all she mentions. Yep. Fuchan, Fuchan, Fuchan. Where's Fuchan? Yep. And they're like, is she talking about the deity Fuchi, the great god Fuchi? Like yeah. no way. But all that's going on. Okay, uh, the the humans they're fighting off the knockers. Well, well, mostly Fuchi because of his uh his expansion of how he does things, his defense. Yes. Unfortunately, it's making him incredibly weak. Yes. He he's getting very exhausted. Is this too much? Again, too much land, too much space. Yes. And and just having to focus everywhere, it's mentally draining. Yes. And and one of the knockers got into the water, so now all of that water is poisoned. Yes. And so because of this, over sixty people die because of yep. it. Yep, 60 people died. Fushi's beating himself up on it, basically. Uh, so basically, they had to go west to basically have that water stop, like stop the knockers there. Yes. So Fushi and a small group of people go there. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, but eventually... Fushi passes out. Yes, can't handle it. He can't handle it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it's up to Bonchen, uh, Kai, Hiro, Messer. Mm-hmm. They have to fight. They have to fight. And even fucking Echo. Yes, they all fight. And what happens to yep. them? Uh, we'll get to the bit. But first, uh, Fushi wakes up and is from his little nap. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, he doesn't see anyone there but Kahaku. Yes. And you find out. Eventually, Bon comes over. And he's like, where is everybody? And then Echo and, comes over. And Echo, yeah. he turns into Echo's brother. He Echo shows him through the pot. Yeah, basically, and... Kai, Hiro, Maser have died because the knockers... There's basically one of the little catapults contained various knocker eggs. Yeah. And it got... And they got to them. And who killed them? Fucking Kahaku. Kahaku killed them. And, it, and he's basically just like, nope, this is all for Fushi. I will protect Fushi. Again, yep. too much. He's too much. He is, he is doing too, he's doing the most right now. That motherfucker is doing the most. Yeah, surprised Bonchan didn't get hit with the fucking knocker thing, but... He's a critical character that needs to live until the end. Uh, he might... Uh, I think he might die saving Fushi. You have to think, right? Yeah, but with now we, yeah, we, we could probably bring people back. He'll probably come back. Be reincarnated. He hasn't realized that yet. No, but I'm saying when he does, it's gonna be odd. Like, imagine he gets to keep all these people, or he gets to re. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he wild. keeps the body. I don't think he keeps the bodies after reviving them. He'll get them back when they die. But do they even die? Something tells me. I, I wrote that to you. I think I don't know if you saw that, but I was like, yeah, I said if they I, revive. I, are they now immortal? I and I would have to assume yes. We don't know though. That would be imagine Fushi just makes a town like a, a of immortals, like a whole like clan of immortals. Yeah, just like just one continent and just all right, no one no one leaves. Right? I don't yeah, I don't know what they could be doing. And he could birth immortals because he said, like, oh you you know your reproductive system works. Yeah. So he can end up fucking what's her face? Yeah. Uh anyway. all right, let, let's move on. My hero academia. So good. Yeah, this is the actual last episode for this arc. No, we have to talk go. about we have to talk about the episode previous because I didn't see that one. Remember? No, we did. It was uh, Endeavor talking to. Oh yes, I did. Sorry, you're right. It was. My bad. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Go, man. Yeah. So yeah, this is the. So yeah, this is the actual last episode of this arc before Dark Deku arc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's basically, uh, basically, it's all about Deku being in a coma, mm-hmm. and he's talking to all the uh, predecessors of One for All. And they were talking, talking about like this is basically the first time they're all communicating like this, mm-hmm. like like physically, like they're all there instead of just 
Yep. In ghosts. Except technically for Toshinori, aka All Might, because he's still because alive. Because he's not dead yet. He's not dead yet, so he just has his spirit in there. Yeah, and so basically, they're just all talking to him about the actual one for all. Yeah. Of who was the one that talked about basically saying that he died? Like they basically, it's you don't have a long life with this quirk. The fourth one. Yeah, the fourth one. Don't die, me. Yeah, uh, yeah, he talks about like how he died like very young, and and they're all and all might was actually looking into like why were these people? He died at forty. He died of old age at forty, which is madness. Yeah, so there. So yeah, for all might when he had it, he was like looking into why they were dying young, Mm -hmm. and you find out because they all had quirks. So that combined with that, yeah, the more quirks you have, the shorter your lifespan is. And the fact that All Might and Deku don't have quirks, they're able to live longer, per se, or they can, like, yeah, or they, or they can live fine. And that explains with All for One. Remember, they're like, oh, he has like nine different quirks because of his quirks. In theory, that should have killed him fast. But one of the quirks that he has is the um, the professor's um, the 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 doctor's quirk, which is long longevity, long life. Right. And that's what keeps him alive. Is that right? And then basically, and they were telling Deku, like, you might be the last user of this. Yeah, because basically, they're like, there are less and less people being born quirkless. And yeah, to draw so, your true power of all for, of one for all, you yeah, have so, to. I'll tell you, yeah, so, yeah, unless there's someone quirkless, it's going to die with you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, what? to be fair, it should, because it needs to die one for all and all for one. It needs to yeah. go together. Yeah. And then uh, they're asking about Shigaraki. So are you willing to save it even if it means yeah. killing him? Yeah, it's his grandmother asking this. Yeah. The is he uh, I think she's the sixth or the fifth? Where no, the she's the seventh. All Might. She's, she's the seventh. seventh. Yeah, she's seven. Yeah, because All Might is eight. Yes. And then Deckard was like, I'm not gonna kill him. I'm just I'm gonna save him. Like, when I saw him when we were all together, like he was just someone screaming for help. And he mentions he's like all she's like all for one is a power that should be meant for killing. If I have to, then so be it. But this is a power meant for saving people, not killing people. And it brings everybody to like tears, basically, and like ins- inspiration. They're like, we knew that you know, we know that you having this quirk is the best because you're like the, the best of us, basically. And so um, while this is happening, um, somebody knocks at the door. Hawks and best penis. Yes, hawks and best penis, and they yes, best penis. I'm I'm sure he does, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, so they come over and they're like, "Hey, all might, you know, we heard from uh from Endeavor that uh that Shigaraki was going after Deku, and we want to know all about one for all." And so he's like, "All right, well, and all might talk about it is they basically the reason why people kept getting hurt because I kept hiding from people." Like, yeah, and he's like, "We're not in the position to hide it anymore." He's like, "Come with me, I'll." uh I'll tell you everything, right? And so that happens. And as that happens, but we I'm... get a flash forward uh, to a little few days later. We see Hawks, yep. Endeavor, and uh, Best Genius. Genius, and they have a press conference. And the press conference is them apologizing, them explaining as much as they can to the public, trying to quell the public's dissatisfaction. Yeah, basically, yeah, that, uh, the casualties, uh, Heroes Retiring, and more mm-hmm. importantly, about Dobby. Yes. And then Endeavor just straight up says, blame me, me. like and, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, everything that over his entire family history as dobby mentioned fills in gaps proves some yeah and, and, and he said like and he said like yeah it's true i did that yeah 
And so then Dobby's watching from his like secret hideout, laughing his ass off, like, oh, like you haven't had enough, huh? And that's basically the end of that piece. But the episode ends really sadly. Um, but this leads to the, the dark Eku arc. And basically it is Deku wakes up from his coma and he leaves UA. Because part of the, yep. the strategy is basically they're going to use UA and the other quirk schools as refugee shelters for the people that have lost yeah. their homes. Yeah. But yeah, he leaves and... UA and he leaves everybody with a note. And in that note, he reveals the truth. This is a power yeah. that I received from one for all. Shigaraki is going to come after me. I don't want you guys to die and get caught up and, in this. And so because of this, I am dropping out. Next I'm semester. dropping out and leaving. And everyone is sad, especially Uraraka. She's depressed. And um, we see Deku. Yeah, so and with Deku on top of the building, just by himself. <laughs> no, not only that. He's basically going after villains himself. He's by yeah. himself. He's Scott's. He's like, oh, that's a big villain. And he puts on his Deku mask. And he's got like this torn, tattered fucking gear and q scene yep so it's a five. i rated it a five already dude i rated the season a fucking five i can't i cannot see i cannot fathom how this can go lower i can't i can't no, fathom it no it's definitely in the four and a half to five section yeah zero doubt this is by by far this, this is the best season they've done since best season they've ever done ever yeah so i'm i'm really happy with it. again i just i just hope it executes well to have a satisfying for season six I feel, I feel like season seven is gonna be the end seven or eight yeah because if you look at the before the credits roll they said this is the beginning of the end is basically yeah the, like, the final arc is starting basically yeah yeah it depends on because it also depends on when the manga ends uh, will it be done before season seven if how far is the, how far is the manga ahead of the anime though is the question because we know in the and we know that the final piece of my hero is going on right now and it is shigaraki versus deku in that in the manga. Uh actually Chris uh Chris, uh if you are still listening, uh for Dark Deck Arc, where is that between then and the current chapter? Uh yeah, once you yeah, once you do write back if you are still there, because I still see a YouTube viewer, two YouTube viewers. Yes. So yeah. Uh yeah, when you get a chance to talk, uh, let me know and then we will bring that up. It's Break gotta me. be it's they gotta be almost done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta think so. I'm gonna say like me 20, maybe 30 chapters ahead as my cool. assumption. How many chapters are they adapting per season? Oh, since it's like twenty four, it's like you, it's like the normal fifty at average at best. So that's usually what it is for the 24, 25 episodes. Oh, there you go, uh, Chris. Yeah, uh, Dark Deku arc. Uh, what's the current chapter? So we know like what, how much they can they finish in season seven, or do you think there would be a season eight if top it off? Because it's gonna be seven or eight, regardless. Hey, Google, is it raining right now? Oh, hold on. Uh, okay, so yeah, Dark Deku is right before the final battle arc. Uh, well, so what was that, like 30 chapters or so ahead right now, you think? I'm trying to remember when the Dark Deku chapter and what chapter row. All right, going on. Uh, nine more. Let's go. Is that really nine? I thought it was eight. I, I forgot Academias. Oh, my God. Uh, Inspector. Again, good. Yeah, uh, we focus on Rika this time. Yes. And I'm very happy with that. Uh, basically, uh, Rika has an apartment. Yes. And, a, and of course, it's the it's this quote-unquote cursed apartment village. Of course. And basically, uh, three people committed suicide here. Back but to back to back. Back to back to back. Like previous tenant, tenant, tenant. Uh, she don't know that yet, though, but she's talking to the she's talking to the nice old landlord. Yes. Uh uh Kazuyuki. Yes. That was the name and uh Oki, the girlfriend. 
Yes. They're talking she's basically, uh, talking about this, and then uh, she's like, "Oh, I'm off to bet on horses." So, like, oh, you do that, and uh, she she goes out to the street. What happens? Tracoon. Tracoon came back to back. <laughs> yes, two times this week. She went flying. There was blood everywhere, and they went to check out. Like, oh, you gotta go to the hospital. Like, oh no, I'm fine. I'm good. Check it out. Like, like your wounds. Ah, it's no big deal. So yeah, she's fine. Um, she did. They do. She does get sent to the hospital though. And while that's going on, the the fucking landlord and the girlfriend they had the horse racing team. And yeah. uh yeah, they won. And well, she won. Rika won. Yeah, she won was, a lot. I, she won a lot, like eight million yen or something like that. Two, yeah, two million yen off of yeah, two million yen off of a, a thirteen yen ticket. Yeah. So they, oh, we gotta catch this in. We got, let's go right now. And <laughs> we hear the knock on the door, and it's fucking Rika. She mm-hmm. got, she she checked out early, and uh, they're all talking. They're all talking, being friendly, being chatty. Uh, they talk about how she really had no one. Mm-hmm. And hold on, Chris is talking. Uh, Dark Deku starts chapter three hundred seven, and current chapter is three seventy nine. Oh, they got another season of that. Yeah, and the, and there's too many arcs between that. So yeah, yeah. So we're gonna get uh My Hero Academia, final part one, final part two, and final part three. Stop, stop. <laughs> it's not attack on Titans. Shut up. Oh god, let's hope not. Shit. Oh man, but uh yeah, it's like basically it's like I like I love my cousin, but you know, fuck Iwanaga, hate her. I hate her because she took him. And now we go next day. We see the couple. They're at the door. They're knocking on the door, and um, tell me about tell me about the, your favorite part. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes. So they start having a conversation, and they're like, they, I, "I don't know how the conversation came up, but basically, basically they're basically they're looking for Rika." No, I know that, but I'm, I don't know how the conversation the sake came up. But they mentioned something about like, "Oh, she's like, um, oh, I think it was because um, they were shocked because." Iwanaga is so cute and Kuro seems like a nice guy then there's nothing really strange about them and then they start having a conversation and they start mentioning like oh well you know um I wanted you to drink sake from my crotch but yes. but you refused right, straight, straight and, from the post. like yeah what's wrong yeah, she's you like well we should try that, that tonight when we get home you know just yeah, drink yeah, sake because, from yeah, my crotch yeah yeah because you talked about how you never drank sake yeah and then fucking the, 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 the couple is like yeah she's vulgar as fuck which is funny <laughs> Uh, but after that, uh, basically Iwanaga, she's like, ex- he's like basically investigating this, uh, suicide room. Talk about, oh yeah, there's no bad entities or haunted, there's no haunted spirits here. And try to figure out that, okay, so why are people dying? And it's basically the same premise that, that Rika gave them when they were drinking the night before. Right. You know, the first and, uh, person really was depressed. He was in his mid forties, and he was single, and he was lonely, and he had a reason to kill himself. So we did. The second person killed himself because of the fact that uh, they had a um, they broke up with their boyfriend, and it was a really yeah. bad breakup, and she couldn't handle it, and she killed herself. And the third person we found out later on after he killed himself was the boyfriend of the of the, the ex boyfriend of the girl that killed herself the second yeah. time, and was like, "What the fuck." And she, and then that's where Iwanaga basically breaks down. Like, hey, you know, the guy wanted to find out if the room was haunted, so he could blame the the haunting of the fact that that's the reason why, um, that's the reason why his ex girlfriend killed herself. But the more he realized it, the more it was like, no, it's not haunted. It was me. Yes. It was my fault, and he couldn't live with his guilt, and he fucking killed himself. 
And he said basically he wanted to the reason why he killed himself is so he can give something else to blame besides himself. Like it's the room. It's got to be the room. And it takes it takes the blame off of himself as well as the family. And, you know, he said, like, think of it as a final act of kindness to those he, he still loved that he killed himself. So he didn't feel that guilt or there was no pressure. Right on them because so, of it. so yeah so it was like so what happened so just don't have suicide of people as your next tenants basically that was it yeah there's no curse like you just you just brought in depressed people basically oh boy but yeah this was nice and the episode ends nice there's a and it, it really does end nice because there's i guess random fireworks for some reason um so fireworks yeah, while, yeah, while they were walking home yeah while they're walking home and kuro is basically she's he's carrying her just to be nice and you do notice that i don't know if you've noticed that but he is being friendlier he's being more, like they hold basically hands more yeah, he, he's, he's 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 not he's not lovey dovey star but just by how they act especially when they're like but he now he's initiating it like he grabs her hand he puts a towel on her like a a, 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 a scarf around her a blanket he basically picked her up and as the fireworks go off, Iwanaga takes that as an opportunity to go in, brings him closer, and they 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 we imagine they kiss while the fireworks are going off. Meanwhile, Rika is on the other side of town watching the fireworks from above and very ominously, and that's where the episode. Yeah, uh, I, I am liking this better than season one so far. Agreed. So it's about a three point seven five for me so far. Yeah, uh, so we'll see where that picks up with that. Let's move on with more rom coms. Ice Guy. Another cute episode. Yeah, uh, and more first threesomes than a cold stairs. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. So the episode, I guess I could pick this up. The episode starts off with, um, with uh, what's her face with Hiromu and Fuyusuke. Hiromu, and, yeah, and uh, uh, what the fuck? Why, why am I blanking on her name? Fuyu, Fuyu, Fuyusuke. Fuyusuke. Sorry. So Fuyusuke notices, like, hey, Hiromu. He, uh, he, uh, yeah, Himuro, you don't look at people. Himuro, Himuro, sorry. Himuro, yeah, you don't maintain eye contact. And he's like, yeah, I've always had difficulties maintaining eye contact with people. And uh, Komori uh, overhears this and was like, oh, why don't you practice? Why don't you help him practice? And she's like, okay, I will. <laughs> and it turns into a staring contest. And they stare at each other for a while. They both get embarrassed, but uh, Fuyusuki loses. And so uh, Himuro's like, I'm, I'm getting up. And he gets up and he's embarrassed. And, he, and of course, uh, the Buddha runs, manager. Yes, he runs into the manager, and the manager's like, "Hey, I got two tickets to uh, Neko Neko World, Neko Land, right? Yeah, Neko Land." And he's like, "I don't really like these things, but you like cute things, right?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'd love to take them." And he's like, "Oh, nice." And he starts thinking about going with uh, Fu- yeah, because uh, yeah, because Hiroma thought he was inviting him to go with him. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not Fuyusuki, it's Fuyuki. No, hold on, Fuyuki. God damn it! Let me pull up Ice Guy. Ice Guy. Um, no, it is Fuyusuki. My bad. Yeah, you're you're right. My bad. Anyway, it just feels weird saying it off the tongue. Anyway, so Fuyusuki then walks out and was like, "Oh, you know, while you're here, you like cute things. Why don't you guys uh go together?" Yeah, he's like hooking him up. He's like being a wingman. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Himuro is like, "I love him. I'm gonna worship him now," which is hilarious. And yeah. so as they go in, they start talking about about uh, Neko World. Neko Land, sorry. Yeah, basically the, Disneyland. Yeah, they're making. Yeah, they're making plans to go on the the Saturday because yeah. that's when they're off. Yeah, it's it's and this course, it's this story's Disneyland, Tokyo or Disneyland. Yeah, so uh, Himuro Komori overhears this and was like, "Hey, I'm an annual pass holder," and starts like hounding Himuru. And yeah, yeah, because Himuru was like trying to look it up, see like how to do it because he had, really hasn't gone to here, so he's like freaking out, yeah. like I want to plan, I want to make this right, or yep. I want to make sure it goes well. Yep. 
then Kamori, yeah, Kamori overhears this. Like, oh, you're overthinking. Yep. And then Fuyusuki hears this and was like, why don't you come with us? And fucking Himuro gets pissed off, like, ruin my fucking date. Gee. Well, well, then, well, yeah, this is also, this was the second time he was staring at her. And then, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I want to come. And, like, and Kamori's like, oh, let me get the fuck out of this. Like, uh, uh, Sakajima, come here. Yeah. Saijima. Saijima, sorry. Saijima, come here. You're coming with us. And you he's what? like, I don't want to come. And she's like, three's a crowd. Take a hint. You're coming. And so, uh, the like, uh, yeah, I love the place. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, they, they see the icicles. Yep. And so, the the four of them they go. Um, they get split up early though when Fuyusuki sees a um a lost child. And so her and oh shit, this is about to fall. So so her and um and Himuru go to the lost child center to drop off the child. And so uh, uh Saijima is like, hey, why don't we just wait for them? And Komori is like, no, they're adults. Like, we're good. Oh, no, it's vice versa. Komori said that. And uh, Himura is like, oh, like, we're, we're adults. We'll just go do our own thing. And she's like, no, we should wait for them. And so she he brings her in close and was like, you don't want to hang out with me? Is that what you're saying? And then she, she's like, no, don't say that. You're so funny. Why are you so cool? Starts hitting him. That was It was annoying but cute. And so basically <laughs> yeah. they end up getting split up where we see um, brief glimpses of uh, Komori and Saijima basically going on their own little date in uh, in Nekoland. And yeah. so um, we see basically the rest of the episode is kind of like a two side when it comes to the, the Fuyusuki and Himuro date. We see the side where we see uh, Fuyusuki be a great like motherly person, motherly woman taking care of the child, offering to stay until the parents come pick it up. And then Himuro, you know, is, you know, He's like, oh, he's like, I love her. She's so cute. Like the 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 snow, the snowmen come out, and she, the little girl loves the snowmen. Eventually, the parents come pick up the child, and they go on their way. As they're walking, a little boy ends up falling near uh, near Himuru, and Himuru picks him up and was like, you know, go pain, pain, go away. Like you're okay, and yeah. helped the little boy. And Fuyusuki's like, you make a great father. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know. I was like, ah, oh, what? <laughs> I was laughing because I was laughing. I thought it was really fucking adorable. And I laughed because yeah. she's like, well, where? she's like, all right, well, now where are we going? And in my head, I was like, to his bedroom to give you a kid. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah not, anyway, they go to a souvenir shop and they see. Yeah, they go around. They have mugs. a good time. Yeah, they, you know, they go around. They do a Ferris wheel. They do the, the Haunted Mansion. They do the. Uh, the, the it's a small world after all boat ride um all the, the things that you would see in disneyland um they do in necoland and so yeah. at the end as matt said they go to the souvenir shop and uh what does uh fuyusuki pick out matt the mugs 
couple mugs, a, a mug yeah, set. Yeah, but they're and, but they're like, should we really buy them? Like, because they're matching mugs. Like, what are people? And she's talk? like, we should get yeah, a match. No, she said she's like, we should get a matching set. And Humuro's like, oh, that's a great idea. We should, you know, bring it to the office and use it. And Fuyusuki's like, well, if we did that, then people would talk. And he's like, let, him, let, him, let him talk. I love it. But then, for the first time, he tries to conjure up the courage to tell her that she likes him. And who interrupts them, Matt? The fucking the other two. two Omori interrupts them. And they're like, hey, the parade is coming. Come on, get your gifts. Let's go. So there goes that first opportunity. But they go through the the end of the, the end of the night parade. We get the fireworks. They take another fireworks picture. Looks just like the one. From, uh, from Okinawa, the, the resort. Yep. Yep. From the Okinawan resort, and that's how the episode ends. So, and they got the mugs for home. So, and they got the mugs for home, and they were lamenting over like, "Hey, there's a set, and there's a uh, like we have the George set, and then we have the George the plate set, and then we have the Necoland mug set." So that was cute. And you know what I noticed, and I didn't realize that uh, Himuro's got a, a a sister. I looked at, it, I saw it in the op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Her didn't soon. know that. Didn't know that. All right, moving on uh, for our rom-com stuff. Uh, Tomo Chan's a girl. Eh, decent episode. It's uh, it's Tomo's birthday. So what do they do for her birthday? So first off, uh, Jun Kun gets him, gets her, sorry, pronouns, pal, yeah. gets her a um a pair of sunglasses she wanted. They're manly yep. looking, but she wanted them and she got them. So that's cool. So she starts flaunting around and she loves saying like, I'm older than all of you guys. I'm 16 now. <laughs> yeah. And so um, everybody gets annoyed by that. But then I laughed at this next part. So yes. <laughs> um, Mizuzu gives her reference books. And what does yes. Carol give Tomo? One solid gold bar. It's huge. A and... fucking gold brick. Yeah, and... And, Ca- and Carol's like, I had a bigger one at home. That I couldn't carry that? at the school. Yeah, and then Tomo's like, what the fuck This is, is too this? much. This is way then, too and much. Then, and then Mizuzu's like, I have an idea. I got, yeah, I have, you have a business. I got a lot of goals. <laughs> but no, uh, basically, now it's um, they take Toma home for a makeover. Uh, first, we see Zuzu does a little bit of makeup. Like, oh, it's if I have, if I do it like you, I'll be pretty as you and all this shit. And okay, I'm tagging out. Fuck you. Then okay. fucking Carol has like everything. Like, let's go. Like Wolverines. Yep. And now uh, it's like the full makeover, like m- more makeup and actual dress. Yeah. Everything had a whole outfit. Yeah, and it's like, all right, uh, now you get out of here. Like, go, 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 go do something. We, we got stuff planned. Like, go. So no, basically, no, at first they're like, no. She was like, oh, I suddenly want ice cream, and they're like, oh, go, go get ice cream. Let me just change. They're like, nope, you're going like that. And she's yeah, like, no, you have I to be like this. this. They're like, like it would be a complete be like waste for us to give you this makeover if nobody else saw you. So she goes over. Everybody thinks she's absolutely gorgeous. She goes to the convenience store. And who does he see? Who does she see at the convenience store, Matt? She sees June, and then she like hides right away. Then June's like, "I can't stop Tomo. No way." It's not, it's not. But yeah, yeah. Basically, now with uh, the ice cream bars, yeah. she walks outside. She, she she trips because she she, she she can't she because she can't wear high heels very well. But yeah, but yeah, June uh, sees her and like, "Hey, you're all right." Doesn't doesn't say it's Tomo. Doesn't, doesn't know. And then yeah, now they eventually start talking. Yep. And they oh let me uh walk let me walk you home as bless you thank you I put myself yeah. on mute Can you hear me well, yeah I yeah I, I, yeah I, I saw you okay I thought I didn't know if you heard me or not I put no, myself no, no. on mute there's no, no mute button on this to my knowledge there's no mute button on this new mic so I have to actually physically mute myself on the 
Right, right. So basically, yeah, they're, they're walking home. They're talking for a bit. Tomo sees these kids playing soccer, so they, they stay for a bit. The yep. guy, I just, I just really get excited seeing sports. I guess it's not good me, right? It's like, oh, yeah. Tomo blows her cover at least twice in the seat in the sequence. Yeah, and it's like, uh, oh yeah, I, I have a friend like this, and talk about yep. Tomo. Yeah. And so it's like, so like, how do you feel about it? It's like, you know, I don't know. So it's just more like I just. We were really, really close weird friends. Yeah, she's my really close friend, and things have been weird lately. And I just want them to go back to how they were. And she's like, "I should just leave." But I was like, "No, let's let's egg him on." And they continue to talk about it. And then June looks at her and she's like, "Hey, by the way, I want to ask you something." And she goes, like, oh, "Yeah." And she's like, "You bought ice cream, and you're outside in the heat." And she realizes like, she's melted. That she's like runs away. Yep. <clears throat> and so she runs back to the house, and she's like, "I'm back. Sorry, I'm late." And but the girls the are throwing her a surprise party. And they got her a cake and everything. And they started talking about the events of what happened. All's well that ends well with that sequence. The second part is pretty funny as well. Uh, the it's second part dodgeball. is well, inter- it's like a sports tournament. It's a sports tournament. And the girls do volleyball. And the, guy, and, uh, the guys are doing dodgeball. And so yeah. the girls also do dodgeball. But we see um, Tomo, Tomo is too good for it. completely flatten a ball with her throw. And they're like, oh, Tomo's going to be on the boys team this year. We also see Carol eat a volleyball to the head. That was great. Uh, but yeah, all that happened. And now it's uh, basically they, they go <laughs> round one. It's the delinquents that were trying to pick a fight. Annihilated. Squash. Annihilate. And the second one is uh, Tomo Senpai. Annihilated him. Yep. Annihilated him. Just him. Just him. <laughs> and, I, lo- uh, I laugh my ass off. He's like, guys, prioritize your, your health and safety above everything else. And let's all get out of here standing. Whack! Yep. Great. Out of here. And now uh, we there, there's a break. Now we go to the final round, and it's, it's this giants, giants. They tried to do. I, they tried to do the spy family thing, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny funniest spy family when they had the giant fucking. No, he's like, oh, it's like, and he's like, oh yeah, I know, I know about Toba. I, I care about Jude. Like, I'm more interested. Yeah, in like I hear you're very athletic, and you're not in any clubs. If I win, you're joining the judo club. And he's yeah. like, if I win, oh, uh, it's almost like way to blow that line, cool guy. Yeah, like I was supposed to sound cool, but uh, like this guy runs through almost everyone. Yeah, uh, almost his almost his tone, but June jumps in the way. He's, he's out. Fucking dodgeball. Yeah, and uh, they uh, like uh, uh, avenge me, death. Also, uh, before, also, also before, me. also before that, though, uh, one of the friends, uh, Tatsumi, he's like looking up, like, hey, uh. He says, you see me? He says, blah. Whack. And then Carol's like, you know, he was talking to you, right? Like, oh, was I wasn't paying attention. She's yeah. on her phone. She's texting. Yep. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, also, yeah, also, they lost their volleyball tournament. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the first round. First round. Yeah, they were like, we were never going to win with a, with a team with you and I on it. Yep, you can say that again. He's like, yep. Yeah. yeah, also also love that Carol is the dub and sub. Like, the same person. Yeah, props for that. Stalliamaki, yes. I, I love that. Hate, I can't hate on that. Props for that. So I, I have to watch I have to watch the clip later. See how she sounds in the dust. Yeah, let me know how that goes. You can send it to me too, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, oh, she yeah. won she won best girl of the day with the gold bar. Gold bar scene was like up oh, best girl of the day. No, I'm I'm slowly I'm slowly liking Carol I like more Carol. than Mizuzu. She's annoying. No, I don't like her more than Mizuzu. I think Carol's super fucking annoying, but she definitely has her place. Like, you know, normally I hate the annoying character. I'm like, fuck, I wish she'd get hit by truck coon. No, Carol's cool. She's awesome. Like, yeah, that fucking gold bar though. Gold <laughs> bar. She, but yeah, all right, hey. back to the dodgeball game. Yeah, the Tomo yeah. starts powering up, like, ah, like goes under him. Yep. It's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like that's it. That's all it took. That's all it fucking took. 
Dude, that pissed me off though. I'm sorry. I was looking at the rain to see what the what the, what the weather's gonna be tomorrow. Sorry, it's raining right now where I'm at. But um, no, that pissed me off, dude. So you eliminated fucking June. You eliminated the other kid. What was his name? Sakai. The guy. The guy I just said Tatsumi. Yeah, Tatsumi. You eliminated them both, and she throws the pass, and they're behind them because they're eliminated. But they can eliminate him. Did, and there was no like, did somebody catch the ball and they didn't? Yeah, know? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't That's know. Yeah. Illegal. That was total plot hole. Total fucking fuck up on the plot yeah. hole. I hated that. Hated it. That's not how dodgeball works, motherfucker. And every time I see dodgeball, I also think to myself, like, if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Yeah, the do- yeah, you had to. You had, you somebody had to dodge the wrench. Yeah, somebody yeah, needs you... to eat a wrench. And anytime there's dodgeball, somebody needs to eat a wrench in my. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, duck, dodge, dip, dive, and dodge. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, before we move on, uh, if it wasn't for the title. Tomo definitely screams trans man. Like, like yeah. I, 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 I get, I guess she's a tomboy. I completely get that. It's just more of yeah. just how uncomfortable she is in just anything. That, yeah, she's like, like, you're gonna dress her up as a girl, and Carol's like, 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 a girl. But like, hates dressing up as a girl. Doesn't like talking as a girl. Doesn't like wearing makeup. Like, it's just very uncomfortable. Like, if it was, I get it. But I guess, it's and then she has her yaoi moment specifically with Mizuzu. Right, Yuri, and, Yuri, Yuri moment. Yeah, but, or yeah, I get, but since she's the main character, they're not gonna do that. But yeah, she just oh, because the plot is that she loves June. Like if it was like she loved another girl, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like, like she's like forcing herself to be a girl for June. You think and it's like, it's like not imagine that was the plot twist. She ends up being gay. That and it, I mean, Susan makes that joke a couple episodes back. She's like, I yeah. have something to tell you. She's like, oh, you finally realized that you're no, not that. Yeah, 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 but yeah, no. If it wasn't the whole tomboy thing, or just the title, just Tomo Chan's a girl. Yeah, I just see her as a straight up trans male character. But again, people will fucking freak out, especially the Indonesian fan base of any fucking There's, anime, they hate anything yeah. gay. Little, little girl boy, what is it? Yeah. Um, boy girl. What do they call? It? Lady boy. Lady boy. <laughs> Lady boy. Um, no. Has there ever been an anime with a trans male, or just a main? Like a main yeah, character. We had we had the side character as a face. It's always Wonder it's always, Egg. We had Wonder Egg. Yeah, we had we had Wonder Egg. We had Wonder Egg, and we had fucking Period Blue. Yeah, I'm sorry, Blue Period, but blue period. it's just side characters. Yeah, but it's just side characters. There's not. I don't think I recall one as like a main main character. Yeah, and if they did, it actually actually had the balls to do it. And it'd be perfect. It'd be perfect for Tomo. Yeah. But you know details. People, people will fucking riot apparently for now. All right, moving on. Last rom com, Angel Next Door spoils me run. My favorite. This is really. I am really enjoying this. It's my in my top five easily. Oh yeah, no for sure. Same it's in my top five of the season, bar none, easily. And and best girl slash best wife who could. And we the best part is it's going to get dark. I know. It's going to get dark at some point. Not like how dark it goes. We'll see. But it's going to get dark because obviously everything leads to how the complete opposites in terms of family life they have where you have, um, what's his dick? What's his name? Which one? The main guy. Uh, Amane? Amane, thank you. And, yes. and Mahiro. Sorry. Okay, so we have the main guy with Mah- uh, Amane. And he hates, he has like, not he doesn't hate his family, but he has like quarrels back and forth. So he's like embarrassed. He's a teen boy, so it makes total sense. But we got Mahiru who has zero parental support. And it just keeps alluding to that, keeps alluding to that. And so we've seen both of Mane's parents. You know, we're getting Mahru's parents soon. 
Yeah, eventually, and that's gonna be are. that's that's gonna be the the dark the heartstrings. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's going to be, and I cannot wait. I can't wait to cry. But no, anyway, the episode starts off with them spending New Year's together, and um, while they're spending New Year's together, uh, Mahiro falls asleep on um on amane and amane is like well i have three options i could fucking scare her awake she won't like that i can bring her back home but then she'll get pissed off because i entered her house and her room without her permission yep or she could spend the night and so like, put, or basically yeah like you do you see she gets she sleeps on the couch and they no she sleeps on the bed and he sleeps sorry on the sorry bed. the bed yeah that's right yeah so we go with option three tucks her in and he has a thing where he likes just caressing her face very nice very simple nothing inappropriate but that's his thing he loves caressing her cheek and Loki, Mahiru realizes that. So they go to sleep. Next morning, he wakes up. She's still asleep, still knocked out. And so he does the same thing, caresses her. She wakes up. He's she's embarrassed. Blah blah blah. They have a little back and forth. And Amane makes it a point, like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm I appreciate that you trust me, but don't forget I'm a guy, you know, like. Right. And obviously, there's attraction there. And so um, while they were before she fell asleep, they were all answering like Happy New Year messages. And one of the messages was from her father, from his father, who he clearly has a better relationship with his father. Than yeah, yeah, him. yeah. For, yeah. First, it was, first, it was the mother. Yep. You, just, you just get like a typical like. First, like, it was, yeah. no, first, it was Itsuki. Right. First, was, like, like having a good time with with uh, with uh, Shina-san. Yeah. Shove it. Mother's yeah, like, like, you like, having a cozy like, night like, with Mahiro-chan? No comento. And then yep. the father was like, oh. And then he's like, oh, yeah, hey, 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 thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. No, the father was like, hey, um, the day after tomorrow, do you mind if we stop by, the both of us? I was like, but yeah, he, he was like happy to respond to him. Yeah, he, he put a response and everything. And so he eventually tells Mahiru. Mahiru is there. And they basically, they talk, you know, um, Amane's father. Uh, I think it's Shino. Is it Shino? Shiko or Shiko? Shiko. Yeah, Shiko. Um, it's funny because if you say Oshiko, that means P. Yes, Oshiko. <laughs> Oshiko means P. But in any case, so um, Shiko basically talks. They again, good conversations amongst everybody, you know. And then they're like, "Hey, did you do your shrine visit?" And they're like, "No, we didn't do the shrine visit." They're like, "All right, well, go, let's go do the shrine visit." I brought a. Uh, she brought a yukata for um. I'm sorry, kimono. She brought a kimono for Mahiru, and you know, his mother's like, oh, "It was always my dream to dress my daughter. I never got a daughter, but I wanted to dress my daughter." And and right, and, and she looks, and so, she, she looks lovely in it. Yeah, she looks absolutely gorgeous. But basically, um, Amane is like, "Great, mom, you could take her, and you know, me and dad will hang out." And they're like, "Why don't you think you're coming?" And they're like, "Well, we don't want anybody from the school to see us because it would just cause trouble for us." And she's like, "Well, just don't get caught." Yeah. And I was like, yeah. "I was like, oh, that's some." Some things going yeah, on there. Yeah, there. And he, they have a nice. They have. Uh, Amani's parents have a nice relationship. They dote on each other. Um, it's really cute how their dynamic is. But basically, she gets dressed up. She looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, Amani dresses up. He looks very handsome. Like he's very put together. Um, with his outfit, so much so that, um, that uh, she uh, Mahiro is like basically tells him like you know bend over, let me whisper something in your ear. They're like she's like I think you look really cool. Like really handsome and he gets embarrassed you know whatever and so the rest of the story it's actually really nice they go and they enjoy the 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 trip and basically uh mahiru is having issues with her hem on the kimono and she's like tripping she doesn't have her balance right with the you know with the sandals and stuff so basically the whole time that they're there um amane basically holds her hand and they look like a, they look and act sort of like a real couple and it's really 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 nice but because of this 
um, there are rumors around the school that Mahiru has a boyfriend, and the guy looks really handsome, and no one knows who he is. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yep. And, you know, and Amane apologizes, you know, like, hey, you know, I didn't mean to cause you problems. And she's like, no, it's OK. I just brushed it off as just an acquaintance. It's all good. And then he tells her, like, I could never see myself. I can never see you dating a guy like me anyway. And this upsets Mahiru. And she's like, oh, you know, because um, at first she, she complimented him in front of the family. And, you know, that was yep. one thing. But then she also complimented him in front of him and was like, hey, you know, I know you have a low opinion of yourself. But, you know, you shouldn't because you're a great guy. I see all these great characteristics from you, blah, 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 blah. And Amane is like, you know, I know you were saying these compliments to, like, you know, gas up my family. I appreciate that. But you don't have to gas me up. Like, I know who I am. And she's like, no, you don't. Like, you know, I'm not. I don't, gi- I don't give. I don't lie. I don't give fake compliments. If I'm giving you a compliment, it's because I really mean it. And, you know, this flushes Amane. Amane is like, I'm going to go do the dishes. Okay. And then as he's doing the dishes, he looks over at Mahiru, and Mahiru is also acting embarrassed on the couch, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I said that, facing, facing the pillow. And uh, that's how the episode ended, and it was really, really adorable. Super adorable. I love this. No, again, I really like this one. Very, very much so. All right, we got four more. And we're only 210 in. We'll make it under three hours, God willing. Yes. All right, buddy daddies. I hated the first few minutes, and I love. But you. yeah, uh, Ka- but yeah, Kasuki and Ray—they are now going broke because of all the money spent on fucking Miri. Yes, the daycare, the clothes, everything. So basically, like, okay, it's time to go back to work. Uh, let's ask uh, Q for Q Taro. Yo-chan. Yes, I like I like him so much. <laughs> I like that he actually got more screen time in this. We'll get to him. Yeah, he's cool. But, as uh, but yeah, uh, basically, they're like, oh yeah, we're ready to go back to work. This, like, all right. So you're gonna have he gave like a big stack of like files, but I need yeah. this by the end of the week. Yep. And then you'll get paid. And yep. then okay, good. We can do this while Mary's in daycare. And then you find out Mary is home. Because of COVID. Yep. Basically the COVID. COVID in the, they said an infectious disease in yeah, the virus uh, that cannot be named. Yes. Okay. So COVID. because of this, so she has to just stay at home. So like, ah shit, we really can't do this now because Fucking Mary's a handful. She's high. And she gets homework, Matt. And what homework does she get? What's their jobs? Gee, what can you tell her? Uh, <laughs> jack shit. They can't tell her jack they, shit. Yeah, because yeah, because I got one's uh, assassin, one's uh. Yep. What's Kazuki? He's like the hacker type. Uh scout. Scout. Yeah, he's a scout. While Ray does the killing. Yes. So you. so yeah, basically. Uh, they had to stay up all night, like late night with the intels and all this while she's sleeping because that's really the only time they could really do work, especially the intel stuff. And it gets to the point where it's really they're really getting set back. They're about to they're, they're about to go past that deadline. Yes. And they're like, oh, yeah, if we tell him like we, we can't do this because of this, like, he's going to kill us, basically. Yep. But he's like, listen, we have no other choice. I'm going to seek his advice. Yeah. So, so basically, he... I'm going to go him and basically... Uh, Ray, watch. Uh... And keep in mind, they haven't slept in three days trying to accomplish what they can. And yep. the final piece of the puzzle is they have to go on a full day's trip to do the scouting. And so um, he's like, we don't know what to do. So um, not Ray. Well, yeah, he. Uh, what's his face? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kazuki, he goes. Kazuki is, tells Ray, who's asleep in the tub, like, hey, I'm going to go to Q. So like watch um, her, so I can watch see, her. So see if we can get like a deadline or like see if we can get like an extended day. And, and Ray falls asleep. Yep. And, and because so of this, Miri she runs out. out. She's now spying on him, Kazuki. Uh, she eventually gets to the point where she loses him. 
right in front of the cafe, but she doesn't know that. Yep. But uh, basically, uh, someone comes out of the cafe, bumps it's into Miri. Big murderer, the big murderer guy who also yep. works there. Exactly. And then um, she goes in, she sees a Kyotaro. Yes. And while that's going on, Kazuki is at his home. Yeah, because Ray called her like, hey, I lost the child. They're searching all over. Can't find her. Can't find her. Can't find her. Can't find her. Eventually, yep. they, they end up in the cafe. And Ray's like, I'm thirsty. So they go in the cafe. And who do they see in the cafe? It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org/savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Mary and then it's basically fucking busted it's like don't call me like don't papa in front of him that type of yeah. thing q's not stupid he's like all right guys what the fuck <laughs> yeah and so eventually he's like um hey would you be able to uh finish your missions if i watch the kid and at first kazuki's like no 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 no. and eventually he warms up to it and he's like you know what yes yeah because first basically they were saying that they were just babysitters of him but they do without any details yeah but when they talked to him like he's like all right guys i'm not yeah. He basically knows everything. He knows everything. But he's like, all right. So they go on their mission. They're rushing over to do the mission. They're freaking the fuck out because they're afraid that Miri's going to spill all the beans. Yes. Wow. We get this is where I, I, I love this. That we get a nice, we get nice, wholesome scenes with Q and uh and Miri. Yeah. Um, and slowly but surely Q warms up to him, you know. And at the end, you know, they get back, she's asleep. The cover is more or less busted, and Q's like, Listen, you can't lie to me. I'm not fucking stupid, you know, like. What's going like, on? I, 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 know, I, I know everything here. Yeah, so they fess up, and it was a, a real moment between Q and the guys where Q is like, listen, you know, we're in a dangerous business. You know, that's why we have no ties. Um, if anybody wants revenge on all the things that we've done to them, they can come after us and our families. And um, are you prepared to... Um, are you... Pre- no, he, she mentions, like, they're like, oh, so, you know, they're like, I, before that, he's like, I understand why you guys are doing what you're doing. She's a really nice girl. I get it. You know, you feel responsible. I understand. But then she, he goes into the lecture of like, you know, it's a, it's a business. You know, we may get killed, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, are you willing to assume that responsibility? Right. And he goes, they go, yeah. Yeah, I am. And the final before the credits goes, good. Then don't regret it. And that was very like, that was very powerful in many ways. Yep. And sure. they were, and they were able to get complete the tasks complete the tasks and it seems like now they have a, a babysitter for the babysitter in essence when they need yeah, to basically if, if it happens the daycare they can just go to him yep exactly so, that, so that's good all righty let's go uh trigon uh, i know you mentioned this i believe in the last episode people really should give this a go this is much better not so much because of the cgi 
if you like that, great. We all know the animation. We can probably agree. The I, that's the fate. That that's the fate. People are mostly hating on it because of this. Like it doesn't belong. It's like I, it does if it works. We've seen it work yeah. in CG. I get I get X Arm Berserk. They were shitty with the CGI, but yeah. Duke of Death did it good. Yeah. Uh, Trigun's great with it. Beastars yeah. is fantastic with it. Yeah. It it's good with. Isn't it's, it's made by the same people from Beastars or no? Yeah. It's the same yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, orange, yeah, yeah. Studio, so, so. Uh, they do a great job with it, and I know other people are upset at the fact that there's no Millie, and Meryl isn't, you know, who it well, is. I, I can't speak about Millie. I know. I like this dynamic where Meryl is this is the Kohai, and you have Senpai. Um, yeah, Roberto. Yeah, Roberto, and you know, and first, and another thing, fucking Meryl looks hotter in my opinion. Yes, and Vash Meryl is, is hotter, and you know what? Vash is still Vash. They yep. made knives more intimidating. They made Wolfwood fucking cooler. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing about Vash, too, is yeah, they made Vash is Vash. Yes, I agree. But with the story that they're telling, it's, in my opinion, it's, I mean, it maybe it's swayed because I saw the original Trigun and if I, I would maybe feel differently if I hadn't versus seeing this fresh. But it's so much easier for me to invest in this story than it was in the other one. The other one was a very slow burn and, and it had its moment at, at, at various times. It felt like a slice of life in various times. It does. There's still incredible action. And the story is just being told differently. Like we know now from the previous episode, we know now that fucking Wolfwood is bad. We didn't know that until like a couple episodes before he died in the previous one from yeah. rip. We know that he's working with knives and, and that gang, right? He works with, uh, uh, who's the, um, the, What's the name of the uh, of the worm guy? Zazie the Beast. Zazie the Beast, right? And they, uh, we can tell now they're going to be doing different looks and different, probably doing gender benders and stuff for the different. Uh, uh, what what were they called? That gang? The I think it was what seven or nine of them that were knives' gang. I forgot I the name of it too. I, I forgot the name. Regardless, they're doing different things with that. I find this more engaging. I really do find this more engaging. And Vash is Vash, but there's a twist to Vash. Vash yeah. is going through a lot more stress now because of the sins of his past early on instead of midway through and beyond. Right. Um, I just find this better to invest in. This is, to me so far, better than the last one, beyond a shadow of a doubt. And it's not because of the CGI. It's for everything else that I just mentioned. Yeah, again, like it, it's, it's it really is a shame that people are just not going to care because like, oh, it's not the original. Like, don't compare it to the fucking original. It's a different story. It is. It's, it's a different telling of it. It's similar. There's very there's a lot of similarities, but it's a different take. On it, like you said, it's a different vibe. Way different vibe. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's a lot more darker vibe of it. It is while continuing while being a lot more vibrant and exuberant right. as well. Um, so those things definitely stick out. Matt and I can't recommend this enough for those who aren't giving this shot. Please, yeah, and, a shot. and this, yeah, if this goes well, this is also something that could be a top five, <laughs> uh, top 10 for sure. Top five is tough. Is it if, it if it keeps delivering, like, like without like no bad pacing, it has a good payoff? I think this could be my be... surprise. This could be the surprise of the season. It's already up there. I, I think it's definitely a surprise, yeah, how good it is. Because remember, yeah, our original yeah, plan yeah, was yeah, gonna yeah, be like, yeah, you we, I, it. It. "I love this, and it's dog shit." Like I was gonna—that was the original plan. And no, Matt, you love it too. Yeah, no, and I, I genuinely I have, like it. I absolutely love this. So. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the review of of the, of the last episode. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, what you call it? Um, basically, Beryl, Roberto—they're all heading to Julia, July, July, yeah, July. But yeah, they were stopping. First, they go to Sturdy Village, 
where the the plant is removed. Yes. But they were chased by this human cyborg guy. He's basically after Vash. Yes, Vash the Stampedo. Yeah, and Vash the Stampedo. And this and Vash like recognizes him. Later on, he doesn't recognize yeah, him. I know, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to that because because basically this area though. Yeah, he village, the area. yeah, he does he does the He's village. Drawn to the village and then Yeah, because of uh Rollo, the kid Rollo. The boy named Rollo, and we find out later on in the story. We can skip basically they're being chased or being attacked, they're trying to survive. Vash does of course doesn't want to kill. Wolfwood's like, you fucking idiot, you have to kill him. Yeah, because yeah, because the yeah, the important thing is the stuff with Rollo. Yeah, and so as they're as as Meryl and Roberto are investigating, Meryl goes into a broken house and uncovers a book, opens the book, and finds a picture of with Vash and Rollo. And then we yeah. get the backstory of Rolo. That Rolo, that basically this town, they believed in this god. They believed in this religion. Yeah, and that they would and, save them. And, and they would like sacrifice children. Life. They would sacrifice children for the betterment of this god. And so eventually Rolo gets chosen. Rolo is also has a, some sort of sickness. And so he's chosen with the sickness. And he's taken over as the chosen child to wherever this god god's location is. And we find it's two of the underlings of knives. The same, the, the girl and the who I think the girl is, I'm I'm pretty certain the girl is one of the people from the uh, from the pods. She he must have found a survivor, right? Probably he found a survivor, and I think that's her, um, in a lesser form. And then you have the scientist, and they basically inject Rollo with um some sort of serum, and this serum, keep in mind, has killed all these other children in this in this town, but Rollo survives, and Rollo becomes a mind controlled fucking like beast, like humanoid beast, right? Yeah. And so Vash eventually recognizes this and is like, Rolo, Rolo, Rolo tries to save him, keeps getting his ass kicked. He kicks the shit out of Vash. He's about to kill Vash. And then finally, um, they meet each other's eyes and Rolo and Vash apologizes. Like, I'm sorry I couldn't make it before I could find a Yeah, because basically, basically, he just turned to hypocrite. He said he was promised he was going to save him. Yeah, and he couldn't save him. And Rolo stops and he's like he recognizes what's going on he doesn't know what to do he basically he's fighting the brain chip in him and it ends with Wolfwood fucking because he's a savage laser beams his fucking head yep with, with his cross dead. dead and Vash is furious Vash is like how could you do this why did you shoot da, 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 da. but yeah he did a bullshit excuse of it was a mercy kill it was a mercy kill he was never going to turn back the way he was he could never live normally so I did him the favor, and it was a mercy kill. And Vash is depressed, but he's like he like he got it, but still yeah, little... yeah. And then they the scene ends with them going back to the scientists and the and the the kid that's working with knives, and they're like, oh, we found out that Rolo died, and they're like, well, and the the girl's like, well, you know, it saves you the uh, saves you the trouble of having to do it yourself since it was going to be a reject anyway, like all the other ones you've ever done. Fucking cold, right. cold, cold. Uh, also, the next episode, we're going to have an original fight uh, with Livio, the Double Fang. He was someone that was in the manga, but did not be in the original anime. So we're actually going to see him. Ooh. Next... Yeah, so I mean, I can't wait. It's, it's a different take on the manga, but is the original anime manga, like, is, are they tr more true to the manga, or is this more true to the manga? Uh, from what I've been hearing, that this one is. This one is right on yeah. top of that, guys. If you read the Trigun manga, you get to see the real version of this, not an abbreviated or cut up version or altered version like the other Trigun, which nobody really knew unless you read the manga. I didn't know this before before a couple weeks ago. So yeah, but yeah, I got Livio who's gonna make his anime debut in the next episode. I can't wait. 
Is he a badass? I imagine so. Uh, yeah, he looks like a badass. I'm just just by looking at him right now. I, I go in ghost. I don't ever look at the previews or nothing. No, no, no. I just look I'm at like, no. Like it's not. I'm not looking at him from the anime. I'm looking for like the manga picture. Yeah, it's still. I, I go in ghost. I don't yeah. know. But no, he, he just weaves like double fang type guns shit. So Ooh, yeah, okay. So I think I think he knows Wolfwood. So well, they all know Wolfwood. But I meant like I don't know if he like worked with him or beyond just the group. Of... Oh no, same orphanage. He was the same orphanage as him. Hmm. So so, so yes, it's just more for him. So I can't wait. So we for know. That. So we know Wolfwood's gonna kill him. Maybe Guys, we don't know. Other ends. Every every character dies or escapes to get killed later. I I, I think he'll be. I think he'll escape. No, because uh, I yeah, because I think according to this, like he lives, like he outlives Wolf. Mm. So I don't know how they're gonna do it here. Mm-hmm. All right, co-main. The co-main event of the misfit evening. of the Demon King Academy. Yes, and I caught up on both. Uh, you're probably gonna refresh the last week ones. The previous week is basically they do the after the spirit test. Yeah, they, they're they're doing the test. There's basically now it's basically yeah, the trial. Yeah, so basically, one of you are going to meet the Spirit King. It's like out of these various doors. Yes, and so, so um, Anos is like, "Well, can we all be me? And whoever gets it gets it." And they're like, "Well, there's nothing against it." And so he turns all the students into fucking himself. They all open the doors and they all report like, "Oh, nope, I don't got this door. Nope, I don't got yeah. this door. Nope, I don't got this door." Of course, Anos gets the door himself. Um, yeah. But there's four ways, basically, four of you are going to see the Spirit King, right? Not just one, yeah, four. And uh, and Lei is one of them. Lei is one. Misha's one, and um, uh, the other girl, Sasha or Eleanor. Sasha. So basically, Sasha and them, they're there. Um, Misha meets up with Lei, and Anos is by himself along with the Spirit. Is that Eleanor? Uh, the, the black the, the the Spirit is Misa. He she's with Lei. No, no, no! The spirit, the actual spirit, the, with the purple. That she's purple, and she's got the amnesia. Eleanor. Eleanor. Okay, so Eleanor is the other girl. So anyway, so Eleanor and, and Eleanor and Anos meet up. Lei and Misha are together, and so they go about their spirit trial. They reach the top through a shortcut, and we learn basically from Anos. Like Anos has a conversation with one of the people, like, "Hey, you know, I forget who it is. I can't keep up with all these characters." But basically, someone's been abducted. Yeah, too, too many in this harem. Yeah, too many in this fucking group. But basically, somebody's been abducted. Please save them. Okay, we'll do. Right? Move on. Yeah. Right? Eventually, they get to near the top, and they tell him, like, hey, um, I won't test you. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. They Misha and uh, Misha and uh, and and Lei get to near the Misa, top. Misa. 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 That was Misha. Misa and Lei get to no, near no, the no, top. No, no, no. It's Sasha and Misha's Misa Necron. Oh, okay. uh, Misa, Misa's the spirit. The spirit. Lei, okay. Yes. Sorry. Okay. So Misa and Lei get to the top and they're like, we're not going to test you. Just go on ahead. So they meet the spirit king. And Anos by now has figured out who the spirit king is. Who's the spirit king? Avos Dilhelia. Yeah. Avos Dilhelia. And it'll get unmasked later. But we'll get to that. Well, it'll get unmasked later. But in any case, they have to basically battle Avos Dilhelia, the spirit king. And like, if you can break his mask, you win. And you get yeah, first, uh, yeah, first Lay gets his ass kicked, and he gets his ass kicked, right? And Anos and the Spirit King, meanwhile, on the other side, they actually get to get tested by the um the I think it's like the, the Spirit of of disappearance or some shit. I, like. I, I thought Delo fought him. Yeah, he Delo, ended up, yeah, he yeah. ended up fighting him, but it was Anos and Delo. Yeah, it was Anos and Delo. They abduct the Spirit. Um, eventually Anos, because he's OP, catches him no problem, moves on. And we'll get to when he moves on into the, the spirit realm. Actually, no, he doesn't move on to the spirit realm. We'll get to that. Yeah. Anyway, going back to, to Misa and Lei. Lei gets his ass kicked. 
Misa tries to save him as he's about to die. And Misa turns into her truest spirit form, right? And so we help play, and they're able to, to, to break the spirit king's mask. And then what happens, Matt? Wasn't there like a wasn't like a cloud, like a green cloud of smoke? It was like some green cloud of smoke. And basically, the spirit of Misa is the true Avo Stilhevia. Yep. And shocking. It was shocking. Yeah. I'm not bullshitting. Yeah, like, wow. yeah, like yeah. When Anos, even when Anos like met with everyone, is yeah. Anos, like... for his credit, him they end up he ends up facing the uh the fucking one eyed fuck and who has like possession of like ancient magic. But but Anos, you know, Anos, Anos is like, like it's so outdated and shit. So yeah, he's like I surpassed this before I even yeah. died two thousand years ago. This is yeah. nothing. Defeats him uh, easily. Ends but... up meeting with Misa. With, ends up meeting up with Lei. And as he meets up with Lei, we see a spirit broadcast and we see Avo Stilhevia. Basically, coerce like all the royals into killing. Uh, I'll be right back. Keep talking. Okay, sorry. Yeah, uh, keep talking. Yeah, so ends up uh, killing all of the, um, the ends up trying to uh, what's it called? Coerce the royals into killing the hybrids, and so like do this broadcast, and they're like, oh well, shit, what are we gonna do? So basically, as they're trying to figure out, and I'm blending two episodes in, guys. So we'll wrap them together. So basically, as they um are trying to oh we got to get back we got to get back we got to get back um the the spirit tree was like the the elder tree or the learning tree whatever the fuck you want to call it basically um abducts them and puts them inside of this um this room and it said oh this is the extra room class and you guys have to pass this whole thing in order for you to uh, escape the room and get out of uh, the spirit realm and anos is like no nah, we're not doing this shit bro and um the, the learning tree is like well you can't use violence here and any violence that you use um, it's not going to work anyway because of how powerful this this spirit location is. And Anos is like, you underestimate how evil my destruction can be, and just blows a fucking hole in it. They're all able to escape. And uh, Eleanor basically asked the other spirits, like her three little spirits, like, "Hey, um, we need to get out. We need to get out." And the spirits are like, "Oh, well, we were told by the Learning Tree to not let you guys out." And she's like, "We'll just do it as a secret." And they're like, "Yeah, secret, secret, secret." <coughs> Excuse me. So transports them, and then they get transported over outside of Dilhevia and um from there basically again uh many of the people of the royals uh, including the seven demon like royals or whatever the fuck they're um coerced and they're trying to find Anos they basically Avos has called him the fake god we need to kill the fake god kill the hybrid and we see one of his uh subordinates one of his previous generals I'm forgetting his name I would ask Matt but he's not here right now because he's doing whatever um he asks him and we find out that like oh like I'm loyal to you Anos and he basically explains the situation blah 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 and we see the woman from season one again whose name I'm forgetting I would ask Matt but he's not here uh the woman from level one who's that was turned into a hybrid by Anos as a result of her like with her royal supremacy bullshit um she's getting fucked up too by everybody right and um as this is happening there's like kind of like a cut scene where basically anos we find out puts a barrier around his parents house so his parents can't ever get touched by anybody right but his mother feeling bad for everything that's going on uh basically uh goes and sacrifices him and her his mother and father sacrifice themselves to try and save the woman and they end up starting to get beat up. But by then, Anos and the crew are around. Anos fucking slices the three fucking royals that are torturing everybody. Slices them to fucking bits. Just like evaporates them into fucking little chunks of, of existence. Right? Fucking wild. Um, everybody basically gathers at Anos' home. 
and was like, okay, well, we got to figure out what's going on, whatever. And so we find out that there's a secret town underneath their town again because this is the way the anime is there's a secret town under the town and he opens up a portal so um him misha sasha uh eleanor and uh two of the girls the two black-haired girls whose names i'm forgetting um i suppose i could look it up you give me one moment are they here they are not here all right it is what it is anyway so the two girls they all go to this underground town and uh from there basically uh they you know try and go through this passage you know all the towns that all the girls all the people in the town look exactly like the two black-haired girls um which is different um and so they end up in this like little castle realm they open up a door and they end up in like this transport room and they're like well where does this transport room go and uh the transport room basically leads into the castle and from there um they end up getting transported into the castle and I believe that's where the episode ends. Oh, well, I did skip a part. Before Anos himself goes to the underground world, the woman is there, um, the half-breed woman. It's like, why did you save me? And they're like, oh, well, you know, now that you have a taste of what uh, what it's like to be a half-breed, if you want to be a royal still so you can avoid all this, I'll happily turn you back into a royal. Um, and she really like thinks about everything that she said and everything that happened to her, and she begins to cry because she wanted Anos at first to kill her. And eventually Anos is like, you know, like uh, whatever, like thanks her basically. And then goes on to the, the uh, like underground city and she just lays there crying. Like, what, have, what am I doing? What's going on? Like, she's all confused because of everything she realizes. And so I thought that was a really cool moment as well. Um, I'm basically done with the review of uh, Demon King. Okay. I blended everything together. Okay. Very good. Two episodes. So. And there's my cat in the background. Yep. Hey, buddy. It's Haru. Hi, Haru. No, it's, no, it's Hime. Hi, Hime. It's Hime. There you go. I have no idea where my cat is. Yeah, she, she hasn't bothered me in a while. She really wanted to come in. Aww. Like, All right, yeah, I know this. Is. Want Papa? No, don't, don't. I know, I know. All right, Matt. Let's go on to our main event. Uh, Take the floor. Take the floor. All right. I before I get into that little rant, we're gonna talk about the episodes real quick. Sure. Tokyo Revengers. Chris, if you're awake, this is the vein you were waiting for. Yes, two hours, 35 minutes, and 43 seconds, 44, 45 in. Yep, yep, okay. Uh, all right, this is a two-episode thing, because we got we have to do that. Got this, but... Uh, Basic fucking way. Uh, basically, it is uh, Takashi, or Mitsuya. He's, like, taking Takemichi and all this. He's taking Toman to Baji. Not Baji. Uh, Taiju. First, it's a basically... Alrighty. Uh, so basically, you want you want your brother in Black Dragons. Yes. And also, you find out about Mitsuya. Like he's he's like he's he's close to what's the brother's name? Haki, Hakai. Hakai. Yeah. Hakai. Yeah. Hakai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's close to the brother and the sister, Yuzuha. Yep. Because again, like the they didn't have family, and Taiju just basically abused both of them. Yep. So. He says, all right, I will let Hakai join Black Dragon, but you cannot abuse Yuzuha anymore. Yep. So that that for Hakai off guard, same with Takemichi and uh, Chifuyu. And then Baji and then fucking Taiji's like, oh, who says who says I abused him? Yeah. Like I don't abuse him and all this, but he eventually starts to cave in to agree. Like, you know what? Fine. 
I won't let her, I won't let her do any dirty work for me. Yep. So basically, it was very. It was this is this is too easy. Indeed. And uh, so okay, so they go away right now, and Yuzuha comes back, says, "Oh, um, yeah, I, I, he, she told Taiju told me to like not do this anymore, this type of thing." So like, what happened? So that part happened, and then we get to fucking. Basically, Takemichi's like, so basically, his only solution is beat the Black Dragons. Yep. Mostly Taiju. Yep. And this is around Christmas time, and Mikey is, like, depressed with Mitsuya. Yeah. Because Baji's dead. Yeah. And he's, like, questioning himself as leader of Toman, and, like, because does he want to do this anymore type of thing. Yeah. Like, it wasn't how it was when they started. Right. Uh, so, what's going on? Uh, talking to me, Chief, you, they're talking, they're trying to figure out what to do with Black Dragons and Taiju. Yes. Who shows up? Uh... Kisaki. Kisaki, yes. Yeah, so he's like, so, yeah, I heard you wanted to do this. So, basically, he's offering to help. Like, yeah. there's there's definitely a hidden agenda there for him. And Chief, is like, nah, fuck you type of thing. Well, nothing to do with him. Yeah. So, eventually, Takemichi, he eventually caves in and says, fine, like, this is one time. Uh, before that, though, I'm sorry, we, I missed something. They they bring Takemichi and Chifu, they bring it up to uh, Draken. Yeah. And Draken says, absolutely not. So, I get, I, I get what you're trying to say, but no, this is going to fuck up a lot of shit right. if you do this. Right. So, like, it's going to be an all-out war, and they'll basically win. So like yep yeah, so so believe me when I say we're not doing this. this is, and this is where Kisaki offers his help. Yeah. Because he wants to take down Black Dragon cuz basically cuz again he's going to merge Black Dragon with Toman. Right. But they know that but they don't know that he knows that. Right. So they were so that then now we're now now we're basically we're trying to figure out what's going to happen what his actual plan is in there. Yeah. So then we get to we get to the next episode uh, all three of them are talking. So uh, sorry, not also who who else was with them? Who was the fourth guy? Um, the lieutenant, the guy with from, the pain from, from 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 the last group, right? Yeah, from the last group, who's now the Kasaki's lieutenant. Uh, Hanma. Guys, yeah, Hanma. Hanma. Okay. Yeah. So they're all talking. There's like, like karaoke. Oh, Keshi. Sorry. <laughs> but no, uh, they're they're at the was like a karaoke bar or something. That they're they're at the they're in the second yeah. room. Yeah, they're in a karaoke bar. Yeah, they're in the karaoke bar, and uh, one of the guys from Black Dragon, because Kisaki has a guy in the, on the inside. Yep. So he gives them money. All this. He was about to talk, but apparent, but Black Dragon, of course, knew what was going on. They kicked the door. They're like, oh, you're coming with us. You ain't snitching. Yep. And then the guy just talks to Kisaki. He's like, No, you know this is gonna fuck you guys up. And he's like, Like, how much were you paid him? Uh, Ten thousand yen. He's like, I want a hundred thousand. They're like, no, fuck this. But Kisaki's like, fine. I just want, I just want to know, I just want to know this one thing. When is he alone? As he may is on the desk. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's why I don't let my cat on the desk. Kitty, kitty. Uh, I'm putting you down. Hold on, fuck it. Yeah, goddamn cats. Anyway, so yeah, they mentioned that. Yeah, um, de- basically, despite, when, his, despite his appearance, he's a devout uh, Catholic. Yeah, so basically, every- he's only alone on Christmas. Yep. So like he stays at the church all night. Yep. So basically, so they will. I I thought people were there. No, they do. They people do the ceremony at church the day before. 
Yep. So basically, gotta take him down then. And then what you call it? They they all agree to it. Like, okay, so Christmas Day, all four of them are gonna take him down. But Takemichi's like, ah, shit. I thought I'm it was supposed. Book. Yeah, but we find out it's actually Christmas Eve. And who does he see on the way home? Hina's uh, father. Yep, Hina's father. Uh, so they so they're at they're at like a I think it's like a restaurant slash cafe type thing diner yep. or whatever. And he thanks now so he finds like oh yeah you know Hina always talks about me always talks about you. You know, you seem like a great guy. And, and, like, and all you, you've done for Naoto. Yeah, you know? and, you, and he, he's, he wants to be a cop now because of you. Yeah, so thank you so much. And he's like, I have a favor to ask you. And it goes to the cutscene. We go blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, like all this stuff that happened with Kazaki and them. And yeah. then at the end, um, there's a flashback as he's thinking about everything that's going on on Christmas Eve. And it's his her father asks him, like, please, you're a hoodlum. Break up with my daughter. You can't promise yeah, that yeah, yeah, my daughter won't get caught up in this. Also, before that, it was like, oh, like we broke a Christmas Eve. Like, why would that happen? I would never do that. Oh, that we was... skipped another part too. Which other part? We skipped the part where um, Naoto and Hina, right before that, before the father happens, they're at the park. And um, what's it called? Naoto in his child form says, I hate wasting time. And um, Takemichi's like, man, that sounds a lot like Hisaki. And he yeah. is like, he is like, right? And he, she goes, well, what did you say? You're like, it oh, sounds right, like, that's right. It's like, oh, it sounds like Kisaki. Like, what do you mean? Like, how do you, how do you know Kisaki? And he's like, yeah, we went to the same cram school together. And huh? Like, yeah, we're friends. And, and we get there, the, you met him. Yeah. He's like, what? And he's like, yeah. And we get the flashback to them in, in cram school. And Kisaki's very quiet, very genius. But you can tell he's dark. He, he, yeah, he's a, but yeah, he's like a total, he's a total geek. Yeah, uh, they like basically she was the only one that talked to him. Yeah, and so they're together. They live close to each other. Also, we find out. Yeah, and so um, basically one day as they're coming home from cram school, uh, Hina sees some bullies um, beating up a cat. Beating up a cat. Those bastards. I was like, I would just get a knife and just. I don't care who you were going. Slashing, slashing yeah. motherfuckers. I, I'm, I'm slashing children. So Come Hina on. goes, saves the cat, but she's about to get beat up by the guys because they don't give a fuck. They're hoodlums, and, and he's, not, he's not doing anything about it. But yeah. Takemichi, a younger Takemichi with a superhero cape, he fucking starts geek. running in like a what a geek while fucking crying type of thing. And he fucking super kicks a guy. Basically, he drop kicks somebody. Drop kicks the motherfucker. But then he gets his ass beat. But basically, uh, he was like, course, this is the moment that he... I fell in love with you. But... And of course, he cries. And then uh, when she gets home from the park, she asks her mother, like, hey, I have a question. Do you still love dad? Like, through everything? Because he's not around because he's a detective. Like, oh, and yeah. she goes, yeah, I still love him a lot. And she goes, I hope that Takamichi will be like that with me in 10 years. Yeah, and this is where Takamichi's talking to the dad. And then we get the flash forward to, to, to him talking to the father. Yeah. Like, please break up with him. Sorry, please break up with her. You're a hoodlum. You can't guarantee that she won't get caught up in this. You know, like do her the favor and spare her this life that you're in. And so he goes through with it. He recognizes also before he does this the location of the park where they met. And in, at the be- at the beginning of the season, they went to the park and they're like, "This is where you broke up with me on Christmas Eve ten years ago." Yep. Yeah, that's where it's like, "Oh yeah, I would never do that." Now here he is doing it, and, and he fucking does it. Yeah, and he says, "Let's break up." He doesn't take he doesn't say the real reason is he gives no. a fucking he gives a fucking bullshit. He's like, "Oh, I like, I like another girl." Oh yeah, They're like yeah, that's it. It's totally fucking that. So we cool, 
And she just beats the fucking shit she out of him. She beats the shit out of him. Rightfully so. I am so yep. glad she did that. Yep. I, will get, I will get to I will get to his rant in a little bit, but let's yeah. get this episode over with first. Yeah. And she like talking about how much she hates him and all this. Yeah. Gets up like and doesn't do anything about it. she gets up, she walks away. He's crying. He is fucking crying on the ground like he was like, and he's crying. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Like a fucking bitch. Fuck him. Yeah, like, that, I, hate, him. I hated. I hated that. I was like, "You're an idiot. You're an absolute fucking moron. The biggest moron is what the fuck you." Yeah, are. and now yeah, we, and we go to it's Christmas Day. Takamichi's not there. He eventually is. And he's like fucking bruised up, black dyed. Good. But, yeah, good. Good. I hope. I I wish it was permanent. But uh, no. It's like, all right, let's go to the church to go fight him. Episode ends there. But fuck Takamichi. He is one of the worst MCs I have ever fucking met. To me, he's not worse than than uh, what's his face, um, dude from uh, Rent a Girlfriend. No, I'm talking about in the shonen type. Oh yeah, shonen specific shonen protagonist. He's one of the worst shonen protagonists. I'll give you that. Probably one of that. one of the absolute worst. You know what? Even let me ask you something. Sure, Matt. Go when ahead. Hina dies, what is she? She's alone, right? Yeah. So what's he doing? I don't know, man. Leaving her alone. You could have just fucking said the truth. Just say, hey, I or not, not don't even bring up the dad. Say, hey, um, this dangerous shit. I don't want you to get hurt. This is why I'm doing this. And Hina, of course, will just say, no, fuck that. I am sticking with you because after every fucking thing they have done together, why stop now? Do you think what the world they- would change if they if they See, I thought about that, and I was like, "What if he just See, but, but takes her, leaves Toman, fucking different, and, he leaves Toman, and, he... and then what happens? They build a life together, right? Or they break up naturally over time." But the fucking what if she would just stick by him? I guess she has in all of these fights. What makes this fucking different? When she is away from him, she dies. Every he doesn't time. know that he's a fucking moron. <laughs> Subaru would not do that ever. Shinpei would never do that. But no, Takemichi, this dumb twat of a human being, this crybaby, wanty pussy little bitch, just says, nah, I need to be away from you as far as possible where you could die again. She would stick by him. She could handle herself. We've seen her handle herself. But no, he's this fucking oblivious human being so let me ask you something okay um, briefly to interrupt you so you've read the manga you know what happens yes so just offhand d- hey papa does um kisaki end up hating takamichi because he finds out later he broke up with her and he calls him his hero because he tried to spare her or is that off base i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna give you a full answer <laughs> So I'm on a I'm on a I'm on a decent track. With... You're on a decent track. Okay, I figured that out then. Okay, interesting. Uh, fuck, fuck you, Chris. Subaru would never leave whatever her name is. It's Rem. Damn it. Who's Rem? Who's Rem? Who's Rem? Rem and Amelia. Yeah, but, but no. Again, Subaru would never do this. Shinpei would never. People with fucking common sense would not do this. You would want to protect. The... <laughs> There's a pattern, and he doesn't get it when she's not away from. When they broke it up, she's just dead. Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> who? 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 What? No, this fuck this guy. How does this make any fucking sense? 
How does this fucking work? No, it doesn't. This is still great story, this, and I'm enjoying season two way more than season one. But it's, I hear it's everything. A, it's an emotionally invested story, but this fucking Takemichi just ruins it. He ruins everything he touches. It's like worse than fucking Talk No Jutsu. It is worse than Talk No Jutsu. That's he good. is. And later on, what you see him there in the end, yes, it's exactly that. Fuck oh, the end, he, in the end, he talked No Jutsu's his way out of it? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> As Matt is hysterical right now. I Fucking hate this kid. I could say if Matt had a sledgehammer in his room, he'd triple H the door behind him. No, I don't want to. I already broke the. I already actually broke the window in the front door. I don't want to break a door. How the fuck did you do that? Oh please! No, no I end the podcast on that story. No, I no, I I come back in the house. I was just closing the door. I actually had my head on the glass. It just fucking shattered. Domestic violence. Uh, <laughs> Quick bash. Call nine eleven. Are you okay? Go to no. the bar, like let me get a sour triple triple beam help. Yeah, no, that no, that that window was fucked up to begin with. It just oh my so, god, no, but no, you have, he like, just... a plastic like you have a plastic like black thing on it, or like you with cardboard, put... we taped up with cardboard. You taped up cardboard to your window. It, it's it's like one of those like those. It's not like it's like it was like, it's like a small square on. The... If God forbid you get murdered, Matt, knocking on wood, you yeah, don't. Where... I'll one hundred percent know how where... to kill you. <laughs> but well, no, we're no. Know. No, we're 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 getting a plexiglass to replace. Mm. Of course, I'm gonna. Of course. No, no, I, 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 no. I even said I would. Like, I'll. It's, oh no, shit! Would. Why would they? Yeah. No, 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 no. They, thankfully, they just checked up on me. They don't make sure I wasn't bleeding because I had my head through the that <laughs> when I broke when I accidentally. Did, I you, did you look at the glass and be like, who 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 put wrestling glass in this house? Pretty no. That's what I thought. I was like, what's this gimmick glass? <laughs> who put gimmick glass on my door? <laughs> No, it, was, it had to be the previous. It had to be the previous owners. <laughs> I would laugh at everything. Like gimmick chair, gimmick fucking tables, gimmick glass. Yeah. Imagine, imagine a house built with nothing but like sugar glass and gimmick yeah. tables and chairs. But no, it, it, again, it was it was the only one that was like fucked up. So it, I I did a favor, but thankfully I didn't bleed and I yeah, like cut myself. Yeah. But then you no. would have gone to work like Matt. Are you are you emotionally distressed? Why are you cutting your wrists? That's not good. Why are you cutting your hands? Because I work here. <laughs> that's what exactly what i would tell because i fucking work in this town <laughs> therapy sessions with matt everybody yes that's how we ended a, a, a tokyo revengers yeah. rant yeah. sugar glass windows yeah, cutting my, yeah domestic yeah, violence ha- yeah, ha- yeah my hatred of takamichi just because of your hatred of takamichi and his and his written character you ever feel like the the the, the, the author for the manga should be apologizing instead of the author from attack on titan no, I would just not write again. <laughs> Don't write. Don't do anything again. So you'll never read or consume another thing that this that this author does. Probably not. What if it's like a like one? Like got all the hype of Tokyo Revengers. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I'll have I'll have Chris read it and then he'll tell me. Right, Chris, you'll tell me. Shaking my head. Yeah. All right, Matt. We still almost fucking hit. Three yeah, we're out. done. We're done. Closing thoughts. Another strong week. I'm almost caught up. And you know, I was, I was laughing to myself as I was walking to get the mail. I was like, I'm almost caught up. I only have a few to go. And I was like, and I'm going to be 10 behind after the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Super Bowl. But at least then I'll have Sundays off to be able to catch up and I won't have as yeah. much. Be yeah, to... I, I, and I'm I dropping. We'll have one done. I dropped one. I'm picking up another one with no permanent date. So yeah. it'll, be, it'll be slightly easier in the interim. We'll get all that done. Are you making anything for the Super Bowl? 
I wanted to have a get together, but everybody who I would invite, they all have plans or don't really care about the Super Bowl. And I'm just like, fuck, you know, uh, eh. I may be alone on the Super Bowl. We'll see. If not, I'll yeah, probably, we, I'll, we, we I'll probably will. We probably will too. Yeah, but you know, it's just me and a cat. You have your significant other and a cat. And yeah. Two cats. yeah, I'll be, I'll be. Yeah, see, he man's like, yeah, food, Super Bowl. Yeah, because yeah, he's a. F- yeah, well. that's, that's right, he man. I'm calling you fat, but. You- Look at the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck it. <laughs> All right. I'll have you know, I'm doing better in my eating than my fucking walking. I, I mean, yeah, clearly, because you're walking in the fucking snow and fucking negative weather, getting icicles on your fucking beard looking like nut. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't take a clear picture of it, but before that, it was like, I had like a slight, like, slight lie. I got like, like a fucking saber tooth tigers on <laughs> my mustache. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, so you look like Tomo. Yeah. Snaggletooth. Snaggletooth. What's, what, right? what's, what's the fucking rom com females with the Her, but hers is so like obvious. Like I always notice it. Like, bro, like she like what is with that? Like she got the illest snaggletooth. Yeah. Only like, one, and it's just is, like is that oh, Naga, Naga, Nagatoro, Uzaki. <laughs> bro, if Tomo tried to suck a dick, like she would just cut the dick up. Not even with just all her teeth, just that single snaggle tooth. Yeah, mostly. But anyway, we did most of our plugs. We'll do a few more. We talked our cake. We had a we had a cake. Takemichi made me throw up my cake. Yeah, <laughs> you vomited <laughs> your cake all over with Takemichi. Yes. Follow me and David at Twitter DavidFix12. Follow Ethan at ShowsApple24. Also follow our Twitter at DotTheCakey. Again, we've already plugged our link tree where you're finding your favorite local podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, wherever you want to find us, we're there. Thank uh-huh. you, Sean, for being our editor. Also, thank you, W2 Network and Cherish Our Radio for hosting us. Give them a plug. Give them a follow on their Twitters as well or on their various websites. Again, I got a cakey shop coming this month with uh, Starman as we do Loop on the Third. I'm pretty sure even Starman could do one for for the slime, Isekai, mm. the movie, and let's talk about the show a little bit. We're going to just do a movie one because I'm watching Kaguya-sama on Valentine's Day by myself at the theater. So we I'll could be, do that and well. I'll be watching on the computer. Yes, indeed. Because I got no choice. Yes, indeed. And we'll talk about Sora online. I think you saw Sora online as well. So we'll I didn't. I, I I didn't yet. I'll eventually try. It to. was pretty solid. I saw it last Saturday. I I gave it a four out of five on my analyst. It's really more of like a three seven five, but you round up. Yeah, that's what my uh, friend Tom did. He gave like a three and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's like a three seven five. But if I'm giving three point seven five, I don't do halves or 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 quarters. So yeah, I just, yeah, I'm yeah. Four. It's not truly a true four, but it was still a very enjoyable movie. I enjoyed actually. I enjoyed that one a little bit more than I enjoyed uh, uh, slime. Right. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, guys, we'll see you next week. We have the finale of Evidence and Shadow. Thank God. And we're basically at the halfway point with almost everything. Yes, and we can give. Well, I mean, we kind of gave halfway grades now in a way throughout majority of the shit, but we can give official ones next week if we want. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, when we get the actual. Second. Yeah, we should do like a like a top ten through the halfway point. Yeah, uh, and again, I can't I can't grade Vinland because it's carrying over. Yeah, you can't grade Nier, can't grade Kubo. Yeah, what was that? What was that? We we might yes, that we don't know if Nier is going to be a spring or is this going to be another couple of weeks? We don't know. So I will find out next it. time on talking. Yeah, oh yeah, I will grade it for now until I get a clarification. All right. But uh, anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Arigato, Nato Faku, and Sayonara. Sayonara, Minasan! Bye bye. Bye bye.